are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Every week goes by quicker and quicker. Yeah, it, it seems like we just did this like three days ago, not seven days ago. Not, nope. Nothing major happened at all since the last time no. we, we streamed. Nothing. Uh, those of you that don't know, Generation X no, Gaming no, no. is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week. And we rant along the way we're live every single Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube.com slash 30 and still gaming and also twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming. If you'd like to help us out in any way, shape or form on YouTube, you can hit the like button. You can hit the notification button. You can leave a comment down below. Uh, you can hit the subscribe button or you can become a member for $4.99 over on YouTube. And if you're watching on Twitch, you can hit the follow button. You can hit the subscribe button for $4.99 or you can hit the uh, the Twitch Prime Use your Twitch Primas over here. Uh, or you can hit the Streamlabs tip button uh, if you don't like to use Twitch or if you don't like to use YouTube. Uh, you could do Super Chats. You could do whatever. Or you don't have to do any of that. You could just watch and enjoy and have fun while we talk about the gaming news in the past week. You could also listen to us after the fact on Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and uh, iTunes. And all the other platforms of podcasting across the way. So, so... Welcome, welcome to episode 294 of season 8 here. On today's show, Sarge, there's a couple things we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about our favorite game that we don't play, uh, Battlefield 2042. We're going to talk about uh, the Lego Star Wars game that's coming out, the Skywalker Saga. We're going to be talking about World of Warcraft, but not in the way that everyone thinks we're going to be talking about. There's, there's some news there. Or actually, I should say Fortnite, uh, really. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Microsoft. It's a little little news happened there. We're going to talk about NFTs. Uh, we're going to be talking about cryptocurrency. We're going to be talking about Grand Theft Auto. We're going to be talking a little bit about Red Dead Redemption. We're going to be talking lots and lots of buyouts of Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. Uh, we're going to be talking about Sony. And I think... I think that is yeah that's going to that's going to pretty much cover pretty much the whole show uh so buckle up buckle up we have a lot yes, of will. lots lots to lots to talk about um <clears throat> have you played anything sarge in the last week that you didn't talk about last week in what we've played so far <clears throat> yeah pvp eso pvp eso oh you played I didn't, know, I didn't know if you were speaking code there for a second. I was like, PvP, PSO. So you, you, you're playing ESO again, and you're and you're playing PvP. Have you played PvP ever in ESO? <clears throat> um, in the very beginning, but I wasn't geared. I don't like when I'm not geared. Now that I'm geared, I, I pop in. It's actually chaos. It's, it's fun. Once again, same story. If you're with a group of people, mm -hmm. a four-man squad, and you can communicate, you can just slaughter people. When you are a lone guy trying to figure out who is doing what to who and trying to <clears> heal them, right? 
it's a completely different story. It's almost it's almost as frustrating as no communication and hell let loose. Really? That bad? <clears throat> well, if you're not in the group and nobody's talking, you're, you're you're looking at you're looking at like 50 guys just attacking each other. You don't know who's the tank, who's going after who. Are we trying to get burst down the deal, the healers? It's chaotic. Right. And the map's so big, people people are running around doing whatever. So if there's no overall strategy, like somebody in a guild maybe right. who goes, Hey, listen, when we get into here, when we get in here, we're gonna go after these sections of the map. So when you guys come in, you know, go there. Right? You're looking at this giant map and you see like, these little explosions everywhere, and you put the cursor over there and it says, you know, so so is attacking. Okay. So then you go there. Meanwhile, you're running by yourself, right? I'm by myself. So when you're running by yourself, if somebody else sees you, especially since they usually you're running on the bunny system, you get two two v one, three v one. So I have to find a way to sneak to where I have to go and then attach myself to somebody. So it's a little bit more cumbersome, but I'm doing it because I need to get a skill line up that gives me the the warhorn because I need it for uh, what's what's the warhorn uh, trials do? trials healing. It's a spell that the healers get. That's um, it's a buff. It buffs uh, your your friends and it debuffs the enemy. So I need it for trials. So I have to play PvP long enough to get the skill line up. Real real quick. So far, so good. Real quick, uh, chat. Has anybody used uh, Opera web, uh, Opera GX web browser before? And if so, how the hell do you shut off the tick 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 every time I click something uh, on this on this web browser? If anybody knows, let me know because I can't find any audio settings uh, across this fucking thing, and it's it's annoying the shit out of me. So if anybody knows that, uh, l let me know, please, because I can't look it up right at this at this moment. I'm looking at the basic stuff. I'm looking at all all different types of things that you can do, but there's no sound. There's no there's no actual sound. Uh, what else have you been playing, Sarge? Just just ESO PvP. Get my ass kicked in Symphony of the Night. Oh, you're practice. still playing that. You're still playing Symphony of the Night. Mm -hmm. I'm. Uh, I played. Let's see. I played a little bit of Marvel Future Revolution. I played a lot of Lost Ark. I'm playing on the Russian server. Uh, I'm, I'm using a VPN. Playing on the Russian server. I have six characters. I have uh, one six characters. Yeah, I have six characters because I wanted to find you just out. Started. Yeah, I have six characters. Uh, all my characters are at level fifteen, except one of my characters is level twenty-five. I'm going through. Uh, you're, you're blurry, Sarge. Um, <laughs> That's where I look. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. I don't know how you're you're blurry. Um, so I have one of my characters up to level twenty twenty-five right now. Uh, I have a death blade. I tried all the classes that I wanted to try before the game comes out to see which one I would like the best. Oh, got it. Uh, yeah, it's the gaming browser, Duplis. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love this game, Sarge. It's I'm not even in the game yet. I'm just playing the level up. Okay, I just unlocked resource gathering at level twenty five. You're so you're so starved for a good game that you'll you'll play anything. Yeah, but this is actually a really good game. Okay, right? Story's nice. Listen, February's coming around the corner, bro. So don't get too attached. No, uh, that's what I'm playing in February. It comes out in February. Oh, so this is your February game. This is my February game. 
Okay, that makes more sense yeah, then. I'm only playing it early because I wanted to see what classes I wanted to use when it comes out. There's 15 classes when it comes out, right? And as long as you level up all your characters to max, like, you can unlock another, you earn some stuff to earn the next slot or whatever, okay? But you, the first, you get six slots of characters in the beginning, and they all share stuff. So it's sort of like Marvel Future Revolution. There's like a team score overall, and then there's individual leveling as well. And there's dailies and weekly things that you can do with each of the characters. But I'm not doing any of that yet because I'm just leveling to see what I like. The dungeons are a lot of fun, okay? I've been doing solo dungeons. Every dungeon's match-made. Um, sometimes it's a hit or miss. Like, sometimes I get right in to a matchmaking. Other times, you have to remember, though, the server that I'm playing on, they've been playing for like two years. So the lower levels, they're not they're not there, right? Right. But now there's an influx of people trying the game out, so you can get into because a dungeon. They have, right. They also have a VPN. Right. So there's people that are playing. Um I like I said, I just got my resource gathering at twenty five. I haven't even got to the ship yet where you can go to different continents. Okay. And then I haven't got to end game where there's chaos missions and raids and all this other stuff to do. Right. I'm literally just playing through the game and once you're done with the story, you'll be at level fifty. Okay, with the main campaign, you'll be at level 50 and then you can start playing the actual game. So that's what I've been playing a lot of. Uh, I've been playing uh, Fortnite still, Save the World. I've been playing Marvel Future Revolution a little bit. And I forget there's one more. Oh, Marvel Avengers, Marvel Avengers. Uh, I, I play that on Monday night. Um, having fun, but at the same time, I'm glad I'm playing it one day a week and not not trying to like bash my head in because it doesn't you know it, it's not as fulfilling because that game has come down to where you're only playing one raid we did the elite raid this past week which was fun okay but now i only can do the elite raid because that's the only way i can go from 160 to 175 and i don't want to do that yeah i i don't want to do that so i do it once a week or whatever and then and then that's it so exactly exactly yeah, see, see the sound that just happened there, guys? That's that's also the browser. I, I shut off all sound, sound effects, and it's still, for some reason, it's still making the the message coming through. It doesn't make any oh, sense. Oh, you mean we're having technical difficulties? No, it's not technical difficulties. It's the browser. It's the browser. Everything else is... Um, Fair enough. Yeah. It's just audio. But I can't I can't find why it does the sound that it's doing. Um... <clears throat> turn off and sound mixer. Uh, turn off and sound mixer. Where's the sound mixer in the in the thing? I can't turn off the sound mixer that I'm on because then Sarge won't be able to speak. If that's what you're saying. Oh, you're better off. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing. You're better off. You know, I was thinking that the next time my sound goes out, I was thinking about this over the break. I'm gonna go out and buy a, a ping pong paddle. You know, that has the green and the red side. And then when my sound goes out. I'll just do hand gestures and hold up green or red if I agree or disagree. This way, you don't have to worry about doing the whole restarting of the, of the stream. I'll just pretend like I'm deaf. It won't matter. Browser That'd be better for everybody. Configurations. Oh, I think Krebsy sent me something here. Okay. Browser sounds. But where's that at? Settings, sound settings. I don't see a sound settings. Oh, in the actual, in the address bar. Sweet. All right, let's do that. 
Blammo, look at you. You're you're a fucking lifesaver. Grabs his IT, man. Fucking lifesaver. Thank you very much. Let's say click. Next. You guys hear any clicking? You hear clicking? You hear if I type, do you hear? I don't hear it. Fan F fantastic. You're the man. You're the man. All right. Put Krebsy on the put Krebsy on the payroll. Yeah. I, I wish I could pay Krebsy. I wish I could. I can't even pay <laughs> myself. <laughs> All right. First story, Sarge. That's a good one. We're gonna we're gonna start it off. Hold on. I'm gonna, get, I so put... I'm gonna get so excited. I gotta put the air on. Hold on one second. Okay. Can we just can we just put the toe on the water for this story? Can we not just cannonball shit in? Let me just do one at a time. <clears throat> Easy. You know. All right, so Easy. here's here's the uh, first story. Tom Henderson. You know that name, Sarge, because every time Tom Henderson talks on Twitter, it's always about one of our favorite games that we used to love. Okay? EA is reportedly very disappointed in how Battlefield 2042 has performed and is, quote, looking at all options, unquote, when it comes to the title. This includes looking at free to play in some capacity what would that capacity be sarge free to play in some capacity what would it be if it was free to play in some capacity i don't know chat do you guys is there some program out there on a particular console that would be free to play i can't remember the name what i find interesting it's the way that they it's the way that they talk about it is they say that they're looking at all options. All options. Right? Let me ask all you the question. options out there. Let me ask you a question. When Battlefield Five was having problems, did they look at all options? No. No, they just put it did on they, sale. Right. Did they look at any options for Battlefield Five? Did they say, hey, we're having problems with Battlefield Five? Let's look at all options. All options. And right? They did not. Right? Do you know why? Do you know why Battlefield Four uh, 2042 or excuse me, 2076? You know why 2076 is gonna go get free to play? You know why. But does chat yeah. know? Chat, do you know why that 2076 didn't go free to play? Why 2076 didn't go free to play? It's because they made 13 million copies sold on day one. No, no, 2076 is is making fun of 2042. Oh, 20, okay. I thought you're making. I thought you were talking about Cyberpunk no, no. 2077. No, no, no. There's there's 76 and there's 77. That's oh, how I got this you. Works. I got you. Well, I would yeah. call it 78 because that's murder. Oh, no, what? That's why 18, I forget what. 187 is the call sign for police for murder. Yes. Yeah. So, that being said, the only reason why they're looking at all options and the fact that they're going to maybe possibly go free to play is because they still want to do what the team based shooters do, they right. want to sell skins. For the for the specialists, right? And if they make the game free to play, because they already sold what they were going to sell, right? They already, you guys, you paid one hundred twenty dollars for it. You guys bought it already. Whoever did, whoever returned it, returned it. And now, if they put it into the hands of Game Pass and it's free, which it will, they can sell all the skins that yeah. they want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the difference between a game that's good and needed help that has no options, Battlefield Five, or Battlefield V, or whatever you want to call it. And the game that completely blew up is a, is is the hugest piece of shit 
since released since tw- since uh, Cyberpunk, and yet they're looking at all options. Yeah, which all, means all options. How can we squeeze? How can we squeeze a little bit more money out of this? And they don't have to do. Fa- they don't have to do much. EA is already they part have- of Game Pass. They right. don't have to do anything. All they have he to do is have Game a Pass. guy sit around and make skins. That's all he's got to do. They 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 put games on there all the time, for for you know. So we'll we'll see what happens with it. I mean, obviously this is a rumor. It, it they didn't say That's Game Pass. They didn't they, say they want but, their money. But where would they put free to play? Where would they put free to play? I don't know. Where Frame. how how could Battlefield be free to play? I don't know. I mean, it just came out. Frame. How how. Right, I saw how, this. How is that possible? I saw this from a from a mile away, from from ten miles away. I saw this when I was on fucking the moon and saw when they showed that first trailer. I said it myself. I said this game is trash. It's gonna go on sale real fast, which it did. We showed it for five dollars last $5. week. For five dollars last week on Game Pass, $5. or I'm sorry, at, at GameStop. Uh, I, I I said it was gimmick. Right, and I love the people that say, "Well, I love it," and they show that they they played for like a thousand hours already. And I'm like, "Man, you just don't really know a good deal, right? You just don't know a good game when you see it. You're so starved for any game that you'll take anything, right?" So, if you're starving, I throw you a cracker. That's it. It's the best cracker you ever had. That's it. I, so- it's just, but but when you the, the problem is is the story the story between Battlefield Five and Battlefield Twenty Seventy Six is so far apart that people don't remember the similarities. When Battlefield Five was having trouble, and people were like, "When are you guys going to fix this?" They were basically like, "We're not going to." Right? We waited. How long did you have to wait before things were tweaked? How long did you have to wait for the Pacific thing to come out properly? How long did you have to wait? So it didn't really matter because whatever they had sold, they had sold. But now, because you got the the magic word is there's money on the table. Battlefield Twenty Seventy Six has money on the table. They want that money on the table. Right. So what is what could they possibly do with a small crew just to get the game patched up a little bit and then have those same guys just make skins and have all the kids play Apex Legends version Battlefield. Right. Basically is what it is. Well you're absolutely right? you're absolutely right, Reese. They could go free to play everywhere, not just Game Pass, right? But that's going too far, right? They could test the waters out by just putting it in Game Pass for a bit because you could still purchase the game if it's on Game Pass, right? And you could also give it to free-to-play, and they don't lose it. If they go free-to-play across all platforms, there's no turning back. They can never turn that price point back on. It's free-to-play, and it's free-to-play, right? So you're absolutely right. They could go free-to-play across the across the board and not just Game Pass, right? It's just sad. <clears throat> it's sad that... That's the way they look, they look at their games. They look at their IPs, right? I mean, you you could you could just do the right thing, which is make a proper Battlefield game, right? Actually, actually Not design gimmicky. the maps, make it work actually when it really comes the out. Maps, the maps are designed yep. because there is 128 players. Yep. But they didn't do that. They were totally interested, all hands on deck, interested. Delayed the game for the specific purpose of making specialists and being able to sell skins for the specialists. So here we are. Right. So now I guess let's let's see how long it takes before they weigh out all the options. Uh, Bass, it, it doesn't be, it doesn't matter if Xbox owns the largest uh, shooters, right? That that's not even car- part of the conversation. The conversation is there's a game out there and they need to sell it. EA has already partnered with Game Pass with their with their with their bundle, EA right? Play. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
that's the smartest move they could do to test out the waters to see if it does an inflection back into the into the game, especially for PC and Xbox for 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 Microsoft, right? I figure I figure a good a good couple months. So figure by the end of March. Oh sure, yeah, I would say, but it, it definitely will go at one point to to there to to boost the numbers to see. But here's the thing: it doesn't matter if they boost the numbers. The game itself is is a is a <clears throat> a big piece but of coal. It, it it is, but once again, the rule is the same. The rule of eighty twenty is always in effect. Right. If twenty percent of the people who bought Battlefield are still playing Battlefield, then the guys who are making the skins for Battlefield, the twenty percent of people who are playing Battlefield will buy those skins. And if I take if I take the twenty percent of the six million copies sold, okay, then. I'm pretty sure it's a good chunk of change for them to sell skins for the next six to eight months. It is right. That's what that's what they're going to end up doing. Bass, they already have a deal with EA. Like Squadrons came came to Game Pass. They already right, have a EA bundle play. with EA, EA play. play. Yeah, it's it's already there. They don't have to pay them anything. And if you think EA has the actual like leverage to go, hey, we want to put our thing on Game Pass. We saw you paid $67.8 billion to Activision. Uh, you think you could pay us a little money to put it on Game Pass? Microsoft's like, no, just put it on there. Shut up. Right? That's well, it. That's, that's that's the one thing we still don't know yet because it, the reporters haven't come out with the facts yet. We don't know what sorts of deals that Microsoft does to games that go on Game Pass. We don't know. We don't know if it's monthly. We don't know if it's quarterly. We don't know if it's a, a lump sum. We don't know if it's hours played. There's so many ways that the compensation for Game Pass could be, but we don't know the facts. No reporter has said, hey, Game Pass is the largest growing uh, consumer subscription model ever. Let's see what Game Pass actually does to put the games on there. Like, And, and a whole like article about it. We don't know yet yet. And when that comes out... <clears throat> We'll know more, but it has to be something, right? It can't just be we're throwing games into a garage and then you open the garage and play whatever game you want. That's that can't be it. Yeah. So, Leo, the the ultimate question, he says, the stop supporting the game after a year like Battlefield Five. I look. I think they already have stuff in the pipeline. They already had things in the works of updating stuff. So, guaranteed, this is goes over a year. If not two, because that's just the that's just the that's just the content they have in the pipeline, right? Look at look at Avengers, right? There's a lot less people playing Avengers than there is playing Battlefield at the moment. Okay, and yet they're still supporting, right? Anthem is not supported anymore, but it's still out there. You could st still purchase it or play it for free or whatever and still no, play it. He's got a he's got a good question though, because here here's the difference. With Battlefield five, you weren't selling skins. No. But I was selling a DLC. DLC, season right? passes people, and people, stuff like that. People yeah. were hanging on for patches and for the Pacific DLC. Yeah. Right? That's what they were hanging on for. So this game inevitably, let's be honest, inevitably has a DLC. It was probably already planned when they released it. It's just a shit show is going to overshadow it. So if they patch it, sell skins, and a DLC comes out before the end of the year, which it's a high chance it's going to be, then... I believe that the same thing will happen to Battlefield 2076 that happened to Battlefield 5. They'll squeeze it out for a year, see what the numbers are, see how much money they make, and see if the, if, if the numbers are going up. And if the numbers don't go up, next game. Right, right. Yeah, Krebsy, when, the, when, when people who paid $120 
and the game goes to free to play, they'll be they'll be compensated by EA. I don't think they'll be compensated. No, they don't give a shit about people that are early adopters or anything like that. You're a sucker. There's a sucker born every minute, and someone paid one hundred twenty dollars for it, and they're like, eh, they won't notice. Don't worry about them, right? They they don't care. They'll be like, oh, it's free to play, right? They won't. They won't give them anything. Battlefield. Battlefield. No, it's beta field first, Duplass. It's beta field twenty seventy six. Yeah, I think. I think we have to full. We got to full fuck it up. I think we have to do. We have to call it beta field twenty seventy six. Yeah, that's I think that's it's good. Official, ba beta field twenty seventy six. Yes, beta field twenty seventy six is the new name. All right. Next story. Next story we have is that uh, there's a new Lego Star Wars game coming out, and the Skywalker is called the Skywalker Saga. It looks pretty good. The trailer came out today or the other day or whatever, and it's it's all nine films uh, in there, and it's also it's got like 25 planets that you can go through. It's got a open-world-esque type of side quests, upgradable characters. They have different bonuses and stuff. Can I play stuff. with you online? I don't know if it's online, but I know it's local, local, um, right? They still haven't learned. Huh? Well, they they might be. I I don't know. Okay, <clears throat> but you can uh, the games come out. But that's not the story. The story is that TT Games has employed extensive crunch methods on the staff working on Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Multiple employees recall breaking down outside of the work hours because of the workload and some of the stress they were under. Right. So here's the source. The source of this. Um, where the hell is it? Here we go. Nope, that is broke. That's not working. So this, the the link's not working. But the the crunch, this happens all the time, Sarge. I said it before. I'll say it again. Crunch happens. I know people are like, it shouldn't happen. Uh, I've always know, been there. I, don't know, I, the I feel sorry the, for people. You know, the, the discussion, the conversation needs to change. It's not that crunch is a new thing. No. Crunch has always been there. Right. It's just being talked about now because of the level of games that they are making and the time frame they are set to get those games out. Right. Right. I'm pretty sure crunch has always been there. Just it hasn't been talked about. The but because it's a it's a humanitarian issue is what it is. Yeah. And because a lot of humanitarian issues happening right now culturally. So now it's something that we talk about. But don't tell me for one moment. That people who made Skyrim or Mass Effect One and Two, okay, didn't crunch, okay, don't even bother. Right. Don't even bother. We know they crunched. Well, here's the thing. Like I said, crunch has always been there. It will always be there. Like, even if they try to do the best to their ability to not do it, there's always going to be someone putting some sort of crunch in. And again, getting into the industry, getting into the industry. They're taught ahead of time that these are the hours that you work, okay? It's just like the show pro industry, just like the film industry, any kind of entertainment, right? You work a lot of hours, and then you don't. Video games works more than film because film's done in like six weeks, three months, six months, whatever your contract is. Video games, they work two, three years, and then sometimes, well, let's say two, three years because they don't usually work five anymore, right? Um, and then they're they're putting crunch time in and, and with delays. This particular game was delayed over a year now. It's been over. It, it was supposed to come out in like 2019 or 2019 or 2020 or something like that. And now here we are in 2022 spring. It's coming out in April. So uh, they've they've been working their their butts off. And now here's the thing. Right. Some people 
go, well, I'm not supporting the company because they're, they're doing crunch time. Right. And I'm like, well, then the people that worked overtime, they would be doing that for nothing then, wouldn't they? If this, this is how you this is how you support this is how you support the poor developers. Everyone keeps calling the poor developers. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. agree with you for yeah. this one point. I'll agree with you for this one point. If you really like the game, you buy the game, but you don't buy any microtransactions or anything Nothing. added to the game. At yeah, all. I don't think there is microtransactions right? in the game, but yeah, you just you buy you buy the game and that's it. As a matter of fact, you could buy the game and then sell it to your friend, right? You supported you supported the company. You paid full price for the game. Sell it to your buddy who really wants to play it, and then you can then you can then you guys can sleep and you have a good conscience. Right, yeah. you're fine. But here's my here's the question I want to add to this, and I don't want to change the subject too far. Is I've been following the Lego games for a while, mm-hmm. right? I've played most of them. The only one I haven't played is the the Harry Potter one, right? But I played all the rest, right? My question is, I've already played the Star Wars game that had the full saga. It right. was called the Complete Saga. Well, it didn't have so seven, eight, nine is... in it. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. I own it. It does not. It only has the first six movies. The complete I'm, I'm side. I'm pretty sure it nope. was all when, it, when, the, when the movie first nope. came out. There was one that I can, came out. I, I'll, game I'll, came out. I'll bet you the price of the game. Okay, I literally am playing it with my son right now. They only have episodes one through three, or one, two, and three, four, five, six. They do not have seven, eight, nine in the complete saga. That complete right. saga was out before the movies even launched. It was on the uh, 360 mm-hmm. when that game came out, not the Xbox One. Uh, they updated it, but they right. have they have the other episodes. But they've never been sold together. And then in this game, they they upped it. They they put like an open world feel into it because you can go to the planets and just explore the planets now. Uh, there's different quests that you can go on. There's upgradable things. There's like a space combat. There's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff they've done to this game. So how much how much is the game? I think it's sixty bucks. I think it's sixty bucks. So it's a standard price game. It's a standard price game with no microtransactions. When is it? When is it supposed to come out? April fifth. It is coming out now. Not it's not an if anymore. It's it's a, a standard. The, the, so slated for April. Yeah, it's slated for April April fifth. It got pushed back over a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's coming out uh, soon. And obviously, I'll pick it up because my son and me and him play all the Lego games. So it's 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 another fun game. All right. So the next the next story is former World of Warcraft developer joins Epic Games as lead quest designer for Fortnite. Now, before we start jumping in, I'm going to read a little bit of the article. Okay. After starting his, uh, as an intern in 20, 2010, Cash Stellar performs as a positive attitude eventually s- saw him climbing up the ranks and lead quest designer for World of Warcraft. With heavy heart, Cash brought a journey at Activision Blizzard to close an outpouring of his, of his well wishes. Now, Cash followed through on his promise to keep his friends and family updated on the progress with his recent tweet showing off his small new home office and announced that he's still the lead uh, quest designer for Fortnite at Epic Games. Though he's obviously couldn't share any of the things that he's working on yet, he did promise that he would be an, it would be as epic as a company that he now works for. So the lead quest designer leaves World of Warcraft to go work for Epic Games Fortnite. Now, I know there's quests and stuff right now in the in the in the BR world, okay? And I understand that they're going to probably put better quests and different things to do inside the BR but do you think this is the first step, Sarge? Maybe the first steps that we know of. There could be already first steps. That Epic is literally making a MMO with the Unreal Engine 5, with the Fortnite type of stuff, like Save the World meets the ever-changing world of Fortnite BR, where they constantly change the map, right? Because if you think about it, World of Warcraft did Cataclysm, 
Okay, and that was huge back in the day where they completely changed the landscape of the map. Fortnite does that on the daily now, right? They literally can change anything. They just added tilted towers back into the into the map, right? They can literally change the map on a whim. Okay, so do you think this lead designer leaving World of Warcraft and going to Fortnite, do you think that Epic has some sort of MMO working on in the future here? Well, I'm not sure if this conversation leads to putting something in the big book of bull or not, but I would assume that if you're bringing in somebody of that caliber, that you are probably working on Fortnite too. And right. if you're working, something. if you're working, if you're working on Fortnite too, then he's going to be the designer of the quests that lead into whatever the, whatever the the meat and potatoes of Fortnite two are going to be, like. Do you think Maybe they make? Do you BR? think they make a Fortnite two? Do you think that's what they're going to call it, or do you think it's more of a just a sequel to whatever? You know. Well, what has it been decided? Because I don't want to misspeak. Has it been decided that Fortnite is an actual released game? Is it? Is it? Still yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's released. It's yeah. an official I, I believe, release. I believe game, it's right? released. Yeah. Okay, so then in that in that aspect, I believe that it's a sequel to what Fortnite is. It, it, and if it's not a sequel. I guess we have to play around with the verbiage now. If it's not a sequel, <clears throat> then it's whatever addition well, they're going to add to it later. But we're probably not going to see this well, for like two or three years. If they're if he's, if he's transferring over there now, it's got to take at least a couple of years to do whatever he's got to do. At least. Well, let me let me put it this way. They they released Save the World. It was in beta for the longest time. BR has always been in like alpha beta state. They stopped supporting uh, the save the world save the after, world. Af after thing, and it was complete and they kind of abandoned it right they, they still have let, patches and stuff that well, they put in so fair. technically that's what for, that i am so that's what fortnite is right that's the game that they released and they they stopped supporting it so technically they could be working on fortnite too right and taking what save the world was and now making it bigger and more expansive more more and uh, then add, and just add a br to their new game yeah sure or they could just right? separate the two, because sort of like what Call of Duty is doing now, where it's Call of Duty single player, and then there's a battle royale for free, right? Well, don't you want? Is, isn't the isn't the main strategy to make a platform, sell the game, and then sell product inside the game, right? See, Fortnite's main objective was reversed. They so they were trying to sell a game in the middle of BR. The Save the World thing was failing miserably. It was failing almost as bad as Lawbreakers. And then Epic decided to pivot. And when they pivot and they made their Fortnite game into a BR game, it blew up. It was the greatest save since Destiny. Yeah, the, the, right? the pivot, the fast save too. Fast save, three Absolutely. months. Three months after. Right. Three not, months not to three pivot years. Yeah. and be the most successful game ever that brought them in billions of dollars. Right. So with that much money, I listen, I would have to say that they're working on something. If they're bringing in a quest designer was vetted then they're working on something else now whether it be an attachment to fortnite like a you call it whatever it is and it's attached to fortnite or it's the sequel to fortnite right it's a game now this is the game with fortnite and the characters and the skins and then within that game you still got the br yeah i don't know man i right? i see some this way you can sell you can sell a big ass product and then collect on the product i i for some reason with all these IPs, I, I keep bringing it up every 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 show. With all the IPs they pick up to put into Fortnite, we talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles might be coming in. They just added a Green Goblin. They added uh, Kate and Clint that are coming in this week, right? 
the cosmetic skins of their characters are, I think, are top notch. They're awesome. Okay, miraculously, Marvel Avengers released Kate today, Bishop's uh, Hawkeye costume, and Fortnite also has a Kate Bishop's Fortnite costume, and the Fortnite costume looks better than the Avengers costume. Now, obviously, it's completely different styles, but I, I do believe it just looks better in Fortnite. With all the IPs that they're picking up, I feel like they're working on something. Who's to say that this lead designer is not even working on a Fortnite game? He's working right now with Fortnite. But what about if he's working for some sort of epic metaverse game that comes right. in and it's like a quest game, like an MMO open world metaverse type of game with yes. all these different IPs that you can you know, buy the skins and do whatever, and he's making it quest-based type of stuff. I don't know. I see big things coming from Epic. I don't know if it's this year, next year. They're going to announce something sometime soon, and we're going to be like, what the hell is this, right? Because we've seen what the Unreal Engine can do. We've seen the graphics they can do. We've seen how fast it can update. We can see how fast it can change things. We've seen the dynamic weather. We've seen lots of different things that this thing can do. We've, seen, we've heard Tim Sweeney talk about how... The assets that go into uh, Unreal Engine 5, if someone creates that asset, it stays in the library, and anyone can use that asset at any time. Like, it's it's crazy the amount of stuff they're doing. So we'll see what happens here. Chat, let me know what you guys think. Do you guys think this years. World of Warcraft uh, lead design or quest designer coming over here, do you think there's something in store here for Epic with the, a, a, a brand new game, or do you think they're just adding quests, more better quest designs for the BR for Fortnite? I don't know. I just feel like there's something going on uh, behind the scenes that obviously they're not ready to tell us yet. Well, you got to give them, I'm telling you, you got to give them at least a couple of years. Sure. Sure. At least because don't forget, not everybody's working on the game the same amount of time. You got a guy that comes in, designs one thing, then he goes does something else. Somebody else comes in, you know, it's, they, they overlap. It's not, it's not some guys are there doing the same thing for the entire three to five years of the game's production. <clears throat> Giant says, but wouldn't they keep Fortnite too? free to play like Fortnite is I mean sure. sure I mean like I said like Call of Duty they would keep the BR free but they would charge for the single player or whatever else they're doing it's the, it's the same type of recipe right all right next story we got gaming youtubers have had their likeness stolen and sold as NFTs okay we have uh Yolana Pierce, we have Jamie James uh, Stephan, Stephanie, we have, uh, oh, I'm sorry, James Stephanie Sterling, we have uh, Kitakaris, sorry, and also uh, have been so far have been victims of this, okay? So gaming YouTubers have had their likeness stolen and turned into NFTs. The NFTs uh, crop up on auction sites, OpenSea, including an image of a content creator and unique URL for cards as merely the YouTube channel address. Now, the user staked the web appearance to making NFTs influencers uh, across social media uh, accounts, including gaming YouTuber uh, James Sterling, uh, Kitakaris, uh, who tweeted their disapproval. Uh, shilling off the profile picture for, for a collection you can make yourself on Facebook photo album is honestly a new level pathetic, says one of the guys. Okay. At least, at least, he says, if you stole my shit and try selling it off, Make it a T-shirt, a mug, a clock, a thing, and then you can use uh, uh, that you can use and enjoy. Shilling off a pro a profile picture of a collection that you can make yourself on Facebook photo album is honestly a new level of pathetic. Okay, Sterling says, frankly, not surprised that some freeloading leech turned my channel into an NFT. 
as a gross as it is, I find it justifying. I did not consent to do this. I do not want this. And this demonstrates everything that I've said, how disrespectful and exploitive taste of this market is. They're scum, is what he says. And then Elena, I think, had the worst one. Elena had the worst one. Okay. Alana. Is Alana. Alana. Is Thank you. It is. It is. It is Alana. Alana. Right. It's extremely predictable. Uh, extremely predictable news. I've just been informed that somebody has taken my image of me and I that I own and added a trademark porn logo to it and minted it to sell for profits as an NFT. Naturally, I uh, actually I was not asked for permission. I cannot wait for lawsuits. Okay. So the question is, Sarge. Where the fuck is this going, right? Where the fuck is this going? Obviously, we don't know because it's it's brand well, it's brand new. But well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's brand new. Here's here's how it's going to break down, right? First of all, we're still talking about, and I'm trying to be nice about this. Everybody that's involved, Twitch, YouTube, gaming, streaming, kids. We're still talking about kids. Yeah. Kids are streaming. Kids are the are the leaders. Kids are the uh, stars. It's about kids. So the kids don't know any better. They don't understand copyright infringement. They don't understand legalities and lawsuits and whatnot. And so my take on this is let the kids make all the NFTs they want, right? It's important. It's important to teach the lesson. Let them make as much NFTs as they want and try to sell them. Let them build up a bunch of revenue, right? Mm. Then those people who are affected who are, have copyrights against their own likeness, then you sue them, then you take all their money, right? Then you watch them cry, and then you watch them learn. Yeah, That's the only way this works, because you cannot explain what we are talking about to children because they don't comprehend the legality of what it is. And what it is is theft, right? It's copyright, it's theft. Well, it's not copyrighted, but... Well, if... if well, it is and it is isn't. It is and it isn't, right? If your likeness is used without your permission. It's a form of copyright. We we, we talk trademark. Right, you have to give permission out, for you, you have to give permission. So, for instance, if a if a if you're an actor and you work in a movie and the studio signed a contract with you that they can use your likeness, right? And then they can sell your face on t-shirts and lunchboxes and stuff like that, right? So, they get permission. You can't just take Right. You can't just take someone's picture off the Internet and sell it for profit. Now, you can use the picture, right, because it is in the public domain. You could use a picture and put it as your profile pic if you really wanted to. You could you could take that picture and use it for whatever you want, but you can't sell it for profit. You cannot sell someone else's likeness and logos without giving them the consent that they give to you to do so. OK, this is this is going to be so and I use this term correctly biblical okay nft sales that people are going to just start making something and trying to sell it is going to be so ridiculous that they're going to be entire divisions of lawyers yeah. that are created to deal with all the nft bullshit that's about to happen i'm being serious because you're going to have all of a sudden everyone sprouting up learning how to do nfts and trying to sell nfts because it's the newest industry right they want to be the first ones in and out make their money and leave and so we're going to have entire teams of people who are going through the internet, looking for photos, looking for pictures, looking for art, looking for whatever NFTs are, and then sending summons and sending uh, cease and desist letters to millions, millions of children, right? And then they're going to wait 
And that's the best way to do it because lawyers aren't going to get paid unless there's money to be had. So they're going to wait until the sales of all the products have been made over months and then sue them. They're, okay, so you guys are wondering how can you sue someone when the blockchain is, uh, uh, right? They, there's a paper trail, right? There's a paper trail. You have to sign up for an account and it's linked up to your thing, which is linked up to your payment because if you ever cash out, you have to get paid. It goes to your bank account, PayPal, something, right? There's literally a paper trail of people. And no, you cannot use someone's likeness and, and to, to make profit, okay? If a news company, if I take a picture of a beach, okay, and a news company happens to see it online and uses it in their news report or uses it on a magazine cover, and all of a sudden, now, they can use it, but they'll get sued off the ass if someone notices, hey, wait a minute, that's my picture, okay? That's my picture, and they used it without asking. You can sue the person that used that. 100%, you have the right to sue them, and you'll win 99.9% .9 of the time, right? Because they took something that wasn't theirs, right? That's why when you see someone do a, a, a post, a video, a picture, you'll see someone reach out to someone on Twitter. Hey, I work for NBC News. Can I use your picture? Can I get you give us co consent? They have to give permission to let them use it. If they don't, they're using it illegally and there is per, uh, repercussions to be met. Okay. You cannot just. Go willy-nilly and do everything you want. I know YouTube thinks that everyone can just do whatever they want. Right. They can't. Right. There's lawsuits that happen all the time. Sure, you can make a quick buck. Just like if someone makes a rip-off Gucci purse, okay, and sells it on the streets, they're going to make sales because it's such a small little thing. But now you're talking... Now you're talking the internet. Million. We're not talking. We're not talking about a street corner in in right. one city. We're talking about the internet. Where from a a click of a button, I can make millions of dollars if I wanted to off of one picture. If not, sell thousands of pictures, right? Millions of pictures. Yeah. And Mantis is saying, look, NFTs are not worth anything if no one wants to buy. They can tank. One hundred percent true. Okay. The value is within the individual. The value re resides within the individual. Right. The value of an NFT resides within the market itself. If someone believes it has value and they purchase it, now the item that was worth nothing has value. If somebody else doesn't want to buy that ever, then it no longer has value. The guy who bought it, bought it, and he stuck with it. But the way the internet right. is now and the way people are, let's just call, I'll, I'll be very nice. We'll just say not intelligent, not an intelligent consumer, right? I believe that the first people in, this is going to be the same thing as any gold other rush. industry. You guys, right. It's going to be a gold Dot rush com, for the first people in, selling a bunch of stuff, making a bunch of money, right? And then once people start to understand what kind of garbage it actually is, it'll level out, hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. And hopefully the actual consumers destroy the NFTs before the gaming companies turn everything into an NFT, hopefully. The issue is that everything on social media, YouTube, Twitch is fair use. Fair use to use, not to sell for profit. That's correct. There's a difference between that, Viking. There's a difference between using a picture and taking that picture and putting it up on your wall, okay? And taking that picture, minting it, and making money off of it. Completely right. different. Don't get the yeah, two the confused. Picture, the picture of Alana, is, it was fair use because it was on one of our – maybe it was on Facebook or something. Yeah. Like maybe it was just sitting on one every day. But you can't – if you saw right. if you saw the post, it's it's I think it's a black porn magazine. Yeah. They have her on black the cover and, of a black it's porn called, magazine. It's, it's called blackened, blackened porn. Bl right. So black, if, black, black if she dot never gave permission, porn. if she never gave permission, then you can sue. Yeah. But as I said, 
I I don't I don't believe anybody should sue until after the kids make a bunch of money. Then sue them. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not getting anything. Then it becomes different. Listen, lawyers aren't going to sell unless they know there's money to be had. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So if if anything happens, it's not going to happen right away. Right. It's going to happen after like some kid brags and says, "I sold I sold two million NFTs." I'm rolling. And then all of a sudden he gets a cease and desist letter and then he's destroyed. Here, here's like, the, that's how it's here, going to Here's a perfect example, right? The memes that happen all the time on Twitter with all these gifts or gifs that you want to talk about. You could take like whatever, right? You could, you could take that and use that as, as fair use, right? You rip it from a movie, you put it on. Technically that's copyright and trademark, it's right? Copyright. Right. Yeah. But because they're on there, the way they, they don't, they're like, ah, whatever, no big deal. But you can't take someone's gift now. And then mint it into an NFT because a studio owns that picture. They filmed it. Someone ripped it off of that. Okay. Like you can't take a picture of the Mona Lisa and then start selling it as an NFT. You can't. You can't do that. Okay. You're going to get sued. They're going to find it. And people are idiots. Blockchains are trackable. Okay. 100%. It knows who made it. It knows who bought it. It knows where it's going. It knows that this person made it. They know how many they made of it. And they know how many people bought it and where it's going at all times because there's a track record. There's a receipt for everything, right? Hence why everyone loves it because it's a, it's it's trackable, okay? You're like, oh, 10 people owned it. And you can know who did it. Whose user eat my nuts? Oh, well, let me go look that up. Eat my nuts is, oh, well, it's this person over here, right? They know who has it, right? Well, listen, we're, we're going to see, right? Once again, this is the Wild West. Yeah. It's literally, it literally is the Wild West. It's, it's kind. I'll be honest. It's kind of exciting, right? Because if you're born into something and you see everything around, you have no idea all this, how the market works, how this other stuff works. But if you're alive when something begins and you're, and you're old enough and conscious enough to know what is happening and you're seeing this thing blossom out of nothing, like this is a brand new industry, and you're like, a brand new industry of what? Right. And you're, and you're of there nothing. day one of nothing. Right? And you're there day one. It's kind of exciting, right? Like just like the guys who first discovered oil or the guys who first discovered gold, same type of thing, but now in NFTs. Meaningless and valueless, but because the public gives them value, people will become millionaires off of valueless shit. It's gonna be right. fantastic. Right. I can't I can't wait to see the stories that are gonna come out because of this. Yeah. The the stories are going to be epic. Like a channel seven news story, okay. At six o'clock, right? I guarantee you they'll have some type of either murder, riot, NFT something about about <laughs> some NFT, like a like a cabbage patch style yeah. thing, like trying to buy digital things, stolen laptops, trying to get access to rare to, NFTs to, to, to the wallets. Because, yeah. yep. Right, because their virtual wallets are on their actual devices. The stories are going to get insane. Yep. And on the insane. other on the other thing, gaming companies when they start using NFTs in the games, okay. Let me bring up another story while we're we're, we're talking about it. So, the Reddit co-founder says that play to earn crypto games will be ninety percent of the gaming market in five years. Okay, so think about this, Sarge. Uh, Destiny three comes out, and Galahone two is in the game, and they just release it, and it's only in. Uh, the next Vault of Glass 2 raid that came out in Destiny 3, okay? The first people to complete it and get the Galahorn to drop, and it's an NFT, 
right? All the weapons are NFTs, let's just say. All the armor's yep. NFT, all the weapons yep. are NFT. Gallahorn drops, and one person in the world now has the newest Gallahorn that they got from completing the raid. It's, yep. a, it's a one of one, okay? Or maybe one of a hundred, okay? That happens in the first week because it's a time thing that they could so do. Disgusting. Okay, It's going to be so disgusting. Now they can literally put that up as fast as possible to the highest bidder because that's the only one available right now. It's the most rarest one that you could possibly get. Right. Yep. So now the gaming industry, the market turns into not buy a game to enjoy the game. It's buy the game to see how fast I can get the shit in the game. So I, I'm the first person to get it so I can sell it as an NFT. Right. It's going to be disgusting. That's what it is. So I, the I'm new so, job. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I'm on the uh, tail end of this gaming thing. Like I, I'm excited about a lot of games, but I want <laughs> nothing to do with this. Yeah. Yeah, Nothing. they would just they would just nerf it, Gritter. They would. They would just nerf the NFT afterwards. Now, now think about this, okay? The Gallahorn is super powerful when it, when it comes out. Someone pays a million dollars in Ethereum for it, and now they have the most powerful weapon in the game. Well, now, now it's one of, let's say, 10,000 because other people now have the Gallahorn. But the guy who paid a million dollars in Ethereum for the Gallahorn, the Gallahorn's way too powerful. So Bungie decides to nerf it, right? And now it's not worth as much because now no one really wants the actual gun anymore because it's got nerfed. But you, but you have to so your value just ate shit because of yes, the NFT. Right? Yes, but you have to remember that. The, see, this is this is the genius of the of the gaming companies, right? This this is why they're the devil, right? If I'm if I'm making a product for you to get, right, that you you can mine for it or or play for it. Mm. If they're playing for the game and they get the NFT that that we designed, but they got value is assigned with other people. They decide what the value Correct. of this is. Right. The market, right? the market decides. But, but if they don't want to play the game, if they don't want to play the game to earn that enough credits to earn that, whatever the price now is of this product, you can pay into the system to get their currency. Right. Right. And if I can buy the currency and the currency is now in within is within the system. Right, the currency doesn't come out of the system; it's in the system. Only the NFT can be moved around. That money, once it's in the system, is in there forever. Right. Okay. Right. So you are paying the develop. You are paying the company to earn fake money to buy a fake item that has real world value because we decided it did, and then they collect the money the entire time. Right. Right. It's fucking genius. At the same time. It's fucking evil. Okay. Okay. At the same time. So, at the same time. So he says 90% of the people will not play a game unless they're being properly valued for that time. Now, here's the thing. Before even NFTs came out, that was my saying. I said that people play games because of the value of their time, right? You would go play this certain quest or dungeon. You would get a piece of drop, and then you would get it. But now it started becoming like the, the the loot's just kind of mediocre, and then you get an awesome cosmetic to put on top of it that was being the microtransaction store, right? So it doesn't really matter what your what your gear was. People wanted proper value of time, right? So he claimed that in a podcast in five years, you'll be actually valued your time properly and instead of being harvested for advertisements or being f uh, fleeced for dollars to buy stupid hammers you don't actually own. You'll be playing some of the chain equivalent games that will just as fun, but you'll actually earn value and you'll be able to earn, to be the harvester. Okay, play to earn games generally use crypto tokens instead of regular in-game currency, meaning that players can theoretically exchange their in-game earnings for real-world currency. This is what that Second would, Life was. 
that would be gambling. That's what on Second Life was. Level, that's what the Second level, Life was. Would be gambling. I don't see how that's going to work. Think about this, Sarge. I just don't. Remember, Second Life was was the yes. Wild West, and then yes. the government came in, and yes. they and they they pulled the reins back on that on that. On yeah, but that, Second right? Life Second Life was based off an island in the Caribbean, Mike. It wasn't. No, the it was in San. No, it wasn't. It was in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, it was in. It was in San Francisco. Nope, it was in San Francisco. It. Linden Labs is in San Francisco. Okay. So they had to pay the taxes. There was gambling rings and porn sites and all this other stuff. And they're like, wait a minute, you're selling interest of houses and developments in there? And it was 250 Linden per dollar. And you could change it out and exchange it anytime you want with a 5% take from, from their side. All right. So it's crazy. I'll read that, I'll read that uh, in, in just a second. Um, so you could earn real-world currency. The most popular title of the category in the moment is Axie Infinite, a Pokemon-like game where the t- uh, you're, you take these car- like creatures and buy them in cryptocurrency, okay? The minimum buy-in for this game, Sarge, is $300. It's a high barrier of entry to, for, for many players, with the lower-level player offering earning well below minimum wage. Do you know why... The minimum entry is three hundred dollars, Sarge. I read an article last—I think it was last week because, or this week—because those are the ones that are going to start the bank. No, no, no. It costs two hundred and fifty dollars to three hundred dollars to mint something as an actual NFT. Okay, you can't just take a picture and just say it's an NFT. You have to go to a certain sites to get a mint done. Oh, I see. There's another. There's, there's another middleman. Yes. In the digital world. Yes. For the fake product. Right. So there's two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, three. So they're they're. So they're taking the three hundred dollar upfront payment, so that animal or whatever is, you know, getting paid. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I find hilarious about this whole thing. Okay, so three hundred dollars for this. This is what this is the way video games are going, folks. If you support NFTs and the way it's going to go, this is the way they're going to implement them in video games, right? Pay to pay, play to earn. Okay, but then it's going to be like a, a hustle. Who can get it first to put it up on the market as fast as possible so they can get the money, right? That's what it is. Everyone's now turning into a small little Asian boy that's making shoes, okay, but in video games. You're being a gold farmer, but you can make the money for yourself, this is, right? This is going to be – there are going to be stories for this for the next decade, what's going to happen. It. Uh, I, I will try to invest in a company is what I will try to do. I will try to find the companies that are doing this. and I will invest in the companies, but I want nothing to do with the rest of this at all. So Gritter gives us a super chat for four ninety nine. says Sarge's explanation has just made me think the government will step in with the gaming NFTs falling into children's hands like they did with the loot boxes. It would have to be. That would be the first thing that would happen. Thank you very much right, for that super chat, by the way. Let's give a round of applause. Because the kids the don't chat. understand what it is and you are selling to children. This is... This is part of the issue. They listen. Somebody is going to wake up and be like, "What is an NFT? My son wants a what? How much money? What?" And like immediately, someone's going to be called down to check this out. Right. We got another it, super chat. Another super chat from uh, Smashville Viking. Five dollars super chat. He says, "Why can't I use my NFT at Walmart? Because it's stupid. People in the real world don't care." <laughs> Thank you very much for that super chat. But soon, Smash, everyone will be living in Ready Player One because we're all going to be shopping from the comfort of our own home. Didn't you know? <laughs> didn't, didn't you know that's how it's going to be? My oil change is done at Walmart, and I'm going to be buying my stuff virtually. You didn't, <laughs> yeah. you didn't know? Yeah. Oh, you didn't oh know? My God. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, you know? didn't know? <laughs> well, you better call somebody. <laughs> 
right? So I want I want to take this next thing. This is a thing inside Fortnite already. Okay, this also this also reminds me. This also reminds me of Second Life because I actually did a commercial for an institute that had a art gallery inside Second Life. I made a virtual commercial for them. They paid me about twelve hundred dollars to film it inside the actual game through in-game currency, which is two hundred. This is why we know it's real. Okay, and this was back in two thousand eight when I did this. Okay, now this is Fortnite. There is a cause and, and serpentine welcome hub explorer, okay, for new affiction fiction exhibit inside Fortnite, okay. So there's an actual museum they built inside of Fortnite that you can walk around in, okay. There's art projects and and pictures on the wall, okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna combine this with NFTs for a second, okay. This is not what this is, but I'm gonna tell you another way that they could sell an artist makes an art gallery in a virtual world, okay? You can go in that virtual world and you can purchase the NFT of that picture, okay? Of that art piece that you're looking at right now on screen, you would be able to purchase the artist's picture and then you would have an NFT of that picture, right? Just Correct. like getting a printout of something. Now, I'm sure that the artist would also provide you with the actual picture as well in another stage of price point right like you pay this for this you pay this for this and this sort of like get your digital copy and physical copy of your dvds yep. back in the day and, and 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 whatnot so this is this is where i see this going now do i think nfts are stupid yes for gaming and stuff do i think nfts are stupid for artists and other things not so much for for stuff like that right if you're an artist and you create you create something uh, and you want to sell it to people without getting a physical print, then I can see that happening. Troy Baker is also talking about doing voiceover work with NFTs. So imagine purchasing an NFT of James Earl Jones's voice where he does a, a message for you. It's a, a specific message, right? And now you own James Earl Jones' voice of that soundbite. right? You own that. And if you don't like it afterwards, you can sell it to somebody else and make your money back on that piece, right? I see it weird for stuff like that, but I see it happening for okay, stuff like that. Let's let's say whatever you just said, the the all encompassing is 100% correct. Yep. Now, what about the cool guy who has a Star Wars Star Wars podcast and he uses sound effects, right? Now because somebody owns the NFT of the sound effect of what he uses, now yeah. he can't use the sound effect anymore that was originally fair use because it was credited to being an NFT well, now that was minted and well, sold. Right. And well, so now and so now that sound effect is no longer valid. Well, no, if you have a sound effect like let's say you take the Wilhelm scream from from uh, right, I know which one you're talking right, about. from Star Wars, right? Yep. From everything. It's in everything now. Okay. If you take the Wilhelm scream and they make that into an NFT, you would have to pay royalties to that's what I'm saying. The the person that created the Wilhelm. That's that's owned and 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 copyrighted by the actual company still. I mean, so I guess the the good news will be that the people who actually did these things in reality would get the compensation finally because some other idiot is trying to make money off something that was valueless at one time. Like that's the only good news in all of this, right? The guy <laughs> who actually did the work to make the photo or the or the actual Correct. sound effect would finally get the royalties he deserves because a bunch of morons are now outbidding each other right, for right. something that they didn't create. Well, uh, let me let me uh, Mantis. 
So what I'm saying is if you ever go to like an art show, like in uh, in Epcot, they have like an art festival that happens, right? And all these artists come from around the world and stuff, and they sell their pieces of Disney art that Disney gave them permission to draw, right? And now it's an artist that has it. And on that printout, right, they have one of 200 art of prints, okay? That's basically what an NFT is now in digital form. Okay, right. The physical copy of an art piece that you buy the, the printout of it in a three by four, six by nine, whatever. There's one of 10 of those and you pay 50 bucks. You take that home. You put it on your wall. Boom. The artist can now sell digital copies of it, minting 50 of that piece of art. Okay. Yes, you're correct. There is a link that you, you don't own the photo, but just like you could take that photo, you don't own the actual original art piece, right? The artist owns that, but you paid for a copy, one of 50, okay, that you can take home with you. That's what the NFT is for artists anyway, okay? As far as video games and shit like that, sure. Know how far an, artist, an artist draws the gun, and the gun's now put in the game, and the game has stats on it, or the gun has stats on it, and now you're buying, you're playing and get the gun, and now the stats get nerfed and different things. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on there, right? Chaos. Right, chaos. Chaos is it. None of this makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, but this, well, but this is buckle listen, up, this, giant. This is it's gonna be once a week we're talking about NFTs on this shit. Yeah, but this is this is important. Everyone needs to start doing research to understand what NFTs actually are because this is something that's not gonna go away. So either you know about it so you can avoid it, or you know about it so you can make money on it. Or you know about it, so you can invest in the companies that are being involved in it, so you can make money on that. One way or the other, you're going to be involved. So it's important for everyone to get involved and learn what the fuck it is. Because otherwise, you're going to be sitting on the sideline going, I would have wish I had done that. If I had done that, I got 10 grand. Yeah. Like, right. And you, you're going to be that guy. Don't be that guy. Or that girl. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Where is nope. is this is this the link? Let me show you. This is funny because this is um the Toby Maguire. Yeah, the Toby Maguire. Okay, so is that the one that somebody sent him an NFT of himself? This is that the here, I'll, I'll, I'll bring I'll, I'll bring it up. Right, this is you'll, you'll, there's audio, but I don't want to play the audio. They're like, hey, the girl's like on the phone. She's like, this is for you, number one seventy, Toby, and he goes up to it and is like, the oh hey what what the fuck is that? Like he's like, what is it? <laughs> It's his NFT done on a on a big ass television set. So now they'll they'll give him that, and he owns that picture, right? And no one else owns that picture. It's a personal art. Owns a owns a picture of what? What is it? <laughs> it was a, it was a pixelated. It was pixelated of something. I don't know. It, it's it's fucking hilarious. And and don't don't get me wrong. Some of we're, you out there, we are literally some, we are literally making virtual trash. Right, we're making virtual some of trash. You, some of you out there will make money from this yes right some of you will make you will. lots of money from this and others will be like i don't know what the fuck is going on okay again this is like beanie babies but digital form this is the gold rush back in the day where half the people went across the united states to get gold and everyone's like you're crazy there's nothing out there and they're like no nah, no nah, this is it those people became rich okay or dead okay because they they died of exhaustion or, or getting eaten or shot in death and then someone stole their gold after they farmed it, right? That'll happen here as well, right? Someone will steal their laptop, get their blockchain, steal their Ethereum, steal their stuff. This is all going to happen, folks. This is all going to happen. It'd be so crazy. Virtual trash greater than actual trash. That's right. Yeah. That's right.
And Gritter, to answer your question, I never got an email about AMC, uh, so I don't know if I if I if I got I own stock, but I don't I don't I don't know if they uh, they sent it to me. I would have to check my emails. All right. So next story, Sarge. Grand Theft Auto Six release date could be as early as 2023. Analysts suggest. Okay, according to the reports, Grand Theft Auto Six is in development and might have a Fortnite-style evolving map. But then they might, as long as wait, waited to be released. According to analyst predictions, the next entry in Rockstar's popular series might be in the works for 2023, 2024. I think I said it was 2023 in, in the in the big book of bull, but I don't remember. Take Two, which owns Rockstar, said that Zanga uh, acquisition announced this week that it would have a compound annual growth rate of 14% through uh, fiscal year 2024. And the analyst at research company Jeffries told Axos that there's only a handful of titles that have the power to give Take-Two confidence it could reach that. And the one is to believe that Rockstar Games is coming out with GTA 6 launch in fiscal year 2024, right? So the analysts are looking at the books going, wait, if they're, if they're thinking about getting this, then they have to be releasing something big, right, to make the money back, and that would be Grand Theft Auto, right? So what do you think? Obviously, it's rumor. Obviously, it doesn't mean it's coming out. But do you think it's plausible 2023 that we see Grand Theft Auto, or do you think it's more towards 2024? Um, the amount of time that has passed dictates that it should be out any time. I mean, it's been eight years. It's almost eight years, right? Because when a development cycle is over for one game, they're already in pre-production for something else. And we already know Bully's been canceled, and the rest of those Take-Two things have been canceled. Right. So it's 100% on whatever this next game is going to be. Now, the question is, even though that we know that the development cycle is long, is Rockstar in the middle of the game being created and now realize that they have to pivot to incorporate either NFT BS or some other kind of micro micro microtransaction thing with NFTs and they have to add something else to the game which would delay it because they have to pivot. This is the, this is what's going to come out now. This is what this is the stuff that's out. So you're not going to make a game that's missing the biggest piece of whatever the new thing is, right? Right. Right? So if you were just making a Fortnite-style map of, of GTA and then also have shark cards and just repeat the process... Right. You know, here's my... To me, I mean, if, if I was a betting man, I, I would think that it's a completely different game with the new stuff that's coming out. So I don't think... It comes out in 23. I think it comes out in 24 like we talked about in the past because they have to redo a bunch of stuff and they don't care because they can they can wait, right? We already discussed this. Rockstar can wait. There's no, there's no crunch for Rockstar because they don't have to release anything because they're already making money. Right. Right? They're making money with their shark cards. We already know the numbers. We know the quarterly numbers. We know that they don't have to release shit. A matter of fact, the games that they thought that they were going to release were like, we don't need to release them. We don't even need Bully. Right. What's Bully? I don't need to waste. I don't need to waste development time making Bully. We just sell more shark cards. So my take is, because of what's happening right now, there's no way it comes out when it's supposed to come out. They have to pivot. So you think and redo things? You think later than 2024? No, no, but end of 2024, October 2024. That sounds about right. Okay. Right, 2023, that's right around the corner, man. And by the way, there's no E3 this year. Did you know that? What? There's no E3 this year. I didn't know that. 
What do you mean there's no E3 yeah. this year? They've already they're, canceled they're it? Not, not, there's no dates. There's no dates for bookings for the there, there's not it's not there. Okay. Right? And I might be wrong, but the reports that I saw, there's no dates slated. There's no booking. Uh, they usually the they usually do it in February. So we'll see. We'll we'll see what what, what goes on. There's gotta be an E3. Virtual E3. There's gotta be a virtual E3. There might not be a physical E3, but there's a virtual E3. Uh another five dollar super chat from Smashville Viking. He says you both said months ago that Battlefield 2042's next big update would be the scoreboard. Can't fix the game, but added the scoreboard. You called it. And that's true. They the next patch that comes out, they are they're fixing the scoreboard, Sarge. Awesome. Yeah, E3 will be online. I don't I don't see it being canceled. I mean, no, no. physical no, no. form. Right, canceled. no fit right. I'll, I'll, oh, yeah, I'll rephrase. Yeah. I'll rephrase. That's the new no world. No physical, no physical area yeah that that's it's gonna be digital whatever yeah digital something keely will do something or somebody else will do something but there's no there's no hanging out at the at the convention center yeah all right so next story so leaker teases new map for grand theft auto online a prominent leaker on twitter has made the bold claim that a new map will be coming to grand theft auto online next generation version which is the new version coming out for playstation and generate and 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 series x right Rumors are starting to swirl about a new map is on its way in Grand Theft Auto Online, and now a new leak info has been unveiled, uh, shedded more light on the claim. With a sort of GTA news, many players are immediately led to believe that Rockstar Games is finally getting ready to unveil the newest entry in the franchise, even during the initial reveal of PlayStation 5. The Rockstar logo appeared. Many thought that the ex exclusive GTA 6 was finally going to be announced, only for it to be revealed that GTA 5 will be launching on the PlayStation 5 instead. And GTA 5 jumped to the next generation hardware and meant that GTA Online is not too far behind. All right. So Grand Theft Auto 5 continues to sell millions of copies every year. And the upcoming PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X S release being no exception. With plenty of the game modes to be choose from, a drawback of GTA Online is that it's conf confined to one map. Namely, an open world of San Andreas to explore. However, a tweet industry insider, uh, Matthewis Bra9895, has indicated that there's a reason to believe that he could be could be changing soon in a series of tweets translated from Portuguese to the leaker states that the standalone version of GTA online that will launch alongside GTA fives next gen upgrade. The game would need a new additions to make it worthwhile in response to another tweet asking for any more info. So through it, while he doesn't share too much insight, it's clear that the standalone version of GTA online on the way rockstar is in need of something to stand out. So a new map, weather and uh, weather entirely different from the current sightings of Los Santos, would definitely be a change of pace. After all, GTA V itself had significant of the game and took place in North Yankton, so that location could be the leaker is referring to. So they're right. If you played Yankton, uh, you know the the the, the heist mission in the beginning. That's not in the game. It's only in the first part of the game, which was then later on, someone could glitch into it. You could fly to it with the plane to get to the other location with it, right? Because on the, it's on the thing. So he's saying there's a new map, and there's also saying that the next version of Grand Theft Auto will have an evolving map like Fortnite. So do you think that they're starting to implement stuff like this in the next generation, meaning the next PlayStation 5 gen uh, Xbox Series X S online version, not the standalone version, but the online version is starting to adapt sort of like what Fortnite's done with Unreal 4 to 5? 
I don't see which way you want to go with this. Uh, I mean, they they barely got online to work. It took them like three weeks to get it to work at all, right? So how how complicated do you want to make this with the engine that they're using? If if it does if it does work the way it's supposed to, my guess is you would have to make the game as epic or better than what GTA 5 story mode was. Right. Right. That's a tall. First of all, that's a tall order. Right. You first of all, if if those of you who understand sequels, it's very hard to always top what you did before. Not a lot of movies can do it. Not a lot of games can do it. Some do, and some don't. But what does Grand Theft Auto V have to do that makes it better than, or Grand Theft Auto Six have to do that makes it better than Grand Theft Auto V? It's got to be. So it's got to be bigger. So for me, I'm not interested in a modular map. And I'll, I'll correct myself on that word. You've mentioned in the past. Where like there's a building under construction inside San Andreas, yep. inside the downtown area. And so let's just say from the time the game releases, let's say in October, that those people who keep playing the online version after the story mode is over, that after several months, that building is made. Like you see the building getting bigger the months that we're actually playing in the game. Right. And then once the building is done... Maybe there are missions with the building. Maybe there are things that involve that building. Maybe people from that point on can start building their own buildings, right? You're actually building with real money. Right. That's like not a, real oh money. Oh, God. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. That you're creating a building, right? And that way the game is modular in that way. That when you log on, that building is mine. Just like it is now, it's just not as cool because all the buildings are the same as right. opposed to you building your own building right but in my mind in order to top it and be epic without dlc or with dlc i don't care what it is it has to be gta world right you have to go to these other places i know pretty much it's gonna be vice city because it's vice city's turn okay it's just vice city's turn however <clears throat> the the continuation of Vice City, and it has to be a completely different Vice City because San Andreas is epic. Right. The city's just epic, right? So they are going to have to make Vice City tremendous, right? Which was one of the smallest. It was one right. of the they, smallest They can map. make it a lot bigger, right? They can make it a lot I bigger. I understand it won't involve the Caribbean, whatever else. I get that. However, in order to grow the game from there, you have to be able to go someplace else. You have to connect the rest of the games. Right. Like, that's that's what makes it epic. It's it's gotta it's just gotta have more of everything, right? To to, to top well, GTA Five online, it's gotta have more of everything, more more well, area. If, if I'm doing do evolving map, right? Weather, gonna, new cars. It's gonna, have a female, it's gonna have a female protagonist. Multiple protagonists, right? Right. So it's gotta have multiple protagonists. One of them is gonna be female. It's already been discussed. So, where? How do you beat it? This is. This is a tough order. Like people who don't understand, yeah, it's like it's like making the the sequel to a greatest, like the best movie, right? Make another right. awesome movie, top the, the movie that it's you hard. just did. Yeah. Right. Like the, I'm not saying it's impossible. Just what the precedent and level that Rockstar set with GTA Five, 
sets. I mean, and, and by the way, they, they have plenty of money to do whatever they want. Right. I, my guess is they, they would change engines at this point. Like I, they could do whatever they want. They, yep. they made enough money, but the fact, the fact that the rest of the lineup that rockstar usually contributes to the gaming community are canceled says everything you need to know. They, they don't, they're not in a rush. They have all the money that they want. They're going to create something brand new and they're going to release it when it's ready. Yeah. And people are still playing Grand Theft Auto five. It's still being sold. It's still never on sale. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I mean, it goes on sale, but what else? Yeah. Yeah, it goes on sale, but not $5. Yeah, no, no. It's like 48 bucks or yeah, 50 bucks. Right. Yeah. Right. So in my mind, I, I'm excited for it because of the, of the time setting and it's not going to be the eighties. They already talked about that too. It's going to be present day, just modern day stuff, but which, right, which, rumors, uh, yeah. right, which, which makes it a little hazy for me because the worry is the city's not as big, right? Think of the landmass that GTA five is what it incorporates. And now think about vice city. For those of you who played vice city, how small it actually was, right? Like it had a cool, it had cool areas to it. It was a cool town to drive around in, but what you have to do to make Vice City as substantial as GTA Five yeah. is monumental. G GTA Six could be Matrix Four compared to you know what I'm saying? Like, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it potentially because it, it can't live up to what what GTA Five has turned into. All right. I mean, th that's the only way I see. That's the only way I see you top it. You have to have great story, multiple protagonists, a multiple cities to be bigger, multiple cities, right? And then the game, and and, and what what was the game? It, I, I, I'm gonna lose it now. There was a game that you played, and you thought after a, a that long narrows time it down. Like, like, hang on, there was a game that you. Were, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to get it in my head. You played a long player, single player game. You thought the game was over. And then all of a sudden there's a whole nother map at the end of the game. When you thought the game was over, like what type of game was that it? kind of, that kind of surprise would be needed for this GTA. Like you'd have to play through the story. I mean, red did think it's that. over. And then at the end, there's a whole nother map or world that you get to go through. I can't remember the name of the game, but I, 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 I played it. And I can't remember what the, what the hell it's called. But you thought the game was over, yeah. and there's a whole other map. It was like a surprise. It was like a it, it was a surprise. I can't remember. It's killing me. All right. Well, let's get to the uh, the big stories for the week, Sarge. Make sure you stay in the middle of your camera, Sarge, because you're this is how you were the whole time. Like I'm comfortable over here. You're off screen. Well, then if you're gonna stay there, I'll move you. If, if... Well, that's right. More people are hearing us than listening to our watching. Yeah, that's anyway. true. But... That's right. Um, that's right. All right. So the big news from this week, Sarge. Uh, it happened, I think, on Monday morning or Tuesday morning. I forget what day it was. It was uh, the 18th, so two days ago. Okay. Ten minutes into my stream in the morning, at 8 o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden someone comes in. I think it was Boxer or someone says, uh, Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. I was like, get out of here. I was like, get out of here. I was like, no way. And then all of a sudden, 15 minutes later, boom. $68.7 billion. Microsoft is buying Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. Uh, so Microsoft just made one of the largest, not not one of the largest, like is the largest, right? I don't know why it says one of the largest ever bids on a game studio. The company has announced 
plans to acquire Activision Blizzard for $95 per share, valuing all cash deal, all cash deal, an enormous $68.7 billion. The deal would make a combined entity of a third largest game company by revenue, according to Microsoft, and would put the titles like Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush under the company's wing. Microsoft plans to add Activision Blizzard games to Game Pass as part of the deal. Mobile gaming is also a significant factor in the in the equation or acquisition. Microsoft said uh, on top of the Folding King's phone games into Microsoft business to purchase promises to bring franchises like Halo and Warcraft to more devices. Now, the buyout is expected to close sometime in Microsoft fiscal 2023, no later than June of 2023, if regulatory and Activision Blizzard shareholders greenlight the move. The board of directors for both companies have already approved the deal. So while the news of acquisitions come to Activision Blizzard is still, uh, you know, to, to the scaling and everything that's going on, you shouldn't expect significant leadership changes. Bobby Kodak will remain as Activision CEO despite all the stuff that's happening right now. But... Once they take the deal over, he is gone. He walks He walks from the company, and uh, as of right now, everyone in the company reports to Phil Spencer, who is now the new CEO of Activision Blizzard. So Kodak will leave shortly after the deal is complete, and that move wouldn't be unexpected given that the, uh, Spencer will be leading Microsoft's gaming efforts uh, in the future. So if this moves forwards, the merge would help Microsoft compete with the heavyweights of Tencent and Sony for the market share, but... They're going a completely different route, Sarge. First of all, what do you think of this news of $68.7 billion of Microsoft? And then we'll go into more uh, more in depth of where does this take us as far as uh, the industry, the games that they're going to be making, who's going where. Now, real quick, he did come out, Phil Spencer, on top of this and said that, uh, well, Sony came out and said, I hope that Xbox honors the deals that were already put in place okay which is talking about call of duty and whatnot because uh uh phil spencer said that games were going to stay so call of duty is staying on playstation for now right for now which i said probably would they would just lose out too much money there but think about how dick that would look if microsoft's like that eh, sorry and they just clinched the fist and then cut off all because listen call of duty makes 30 million dollars or 30 million like copies sold every year basically okay and then in microtransactions they make three billion dollars a year in microtransactions sony gets 30 percent of that every time on their system and whatnot and if that's just taken away from them that's a lot of money being vanished out of their pocket right and there's no other head first person shooter game so it's like what what's gonna happen here uh for that well Let's put the brakes on a little bit because in any in any acquisition, corporate acquisition, the first thing that happens is the deal has to close officially. So the uh, government's got to get involved. They got to go over the paperwork. They got to make sure it's it's a uh, not a monopoly. They're going to have to go through that kind of nonsense if there's a monopoly or not. Uh, so once that's done, let's say it's cut and dry, the deal is done. Once that happens. Then Microsoft goes through ActaBliz with a fine-tooth comb, yep. and goes and and cuts out whatever they think they're overpaying for. So whatever high price guys in management, whatever guys in charge, whatever division, whatever guys are not needed because of whatever's going on currently by their books isn't doing anything good. It's called trimming the fat. Yep, you get rid of a bunch of people. It happens all the time. This 
I don't consider that. I don't consider that part of Bobby either. I'm talking about the rest of them. Yeah. Bobby will walk regardless. He gets his parachute. Don't even talk about Bobby. We, he he's done Scott one free. way or the other. Scott free. Right. The issue becomes: Does Actobliz finally stop clenching their teeth? Right. Stop taking their anti-anxiety medicine, and finally realize that they're allowed to be a game company again, and they just make games. If they, if Microsoft allows Activision Blizzard to get rid of the cancer and let the developers and the guys who want to run the company the way it always was run when they were just making games, then everybody wins. But if it's just to restructure and for them to keep pumping out the same things every year because they're following the same cookie cutter process, which is microtransactions, yearly title, blah, 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 same old shit, then I don't know if anything changes. All right. it is is they're paying a different person. Right. So if Microsoft cuts them out, restructures, and let them make games, we're going to all win. The other part that bothers me is all the bad apples within Activision Blizzard and including the CEO, I don't think have anything else to worry about anymore with all this alleged things that are happening on the side. Right. Because once you get rid of everybody, there's no more stories from the media talking about them anymore because they're not part of the company anymore. So a lot of people are going to get off scot-free. Yeah. Or a as free as possible, which bothers me a little bit because yeah. if they're found out, if, if the information that they had is found out to be true, then legal action should be taken. Right. But because they might get rid of all these people, then the, 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 it's it's not Microsoft's problem. I don't know what these guys did. I just went through and I went through my books and I got rid of all the people that we didn't need anymore. Exactly. And right. and right, Microsoft comes in and they can fire anybody they want. That's correct. They don't have to give a reason. They don't That's have to give correct. any reason. They can be like, That's nope, correct. sorry, new you ownership. Put, we want to put our own people yep. in. New ownership. We're, we're hiring brand new staff, right? That's correct. Where if it was the other way, where if Activision Blizzard didn't get bought out, and they were just trying to get rid of people. There would be lawsuits and stuff, getting rid of discrimination or whatever else. But because now because I, it's a brand new, now because it's a brand new deal, they're like, a hey, uh, yeah, Microsoft taking over. So right now there are people in the business that are very scared because they don't know if they're going to lose their job, layoffs, or whatever else. But of course, Microsoft comes in, cleans the slate. Bobby Kodak walks, like you said. Okay, he walks regardless. Yeah, the other people just fall into the into the into the forest and, and disappear. And they start a different company up and maybe continue doing the, the scummy shit they did in their newest company, whatever they are. Right. So I don't know, man, it's from that so aspect. Now, it's 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 good that Microsoft is restructuring and stuff like that. But like you said, it's it's shitty that these people won't get what they deserve if they do find that there's something there to to, to get people. Right. On. So once so once you do the clean sweep, you allow them to make games again. It, we Activision Blizzard will come back out of the shell. Right now, they've turtled. Yeah. Right. They're, the moral, the morale is down. They don't know where they're going. There's too much woke shit happening. There's all this cultural pressure for for what we don't know. Games are being delayed. It's chaos. It's absolute chaos. And by the way, let's not pretend that there's not enough money to be had. Right. 
Activision Blizzard Studio could shut down completely for six months. They could all go to therapy. Probably a year. Everybody, everybody can sit around it and figure out what they want to do with their lives in six months because Candy Crush will cover their salaries for them <laughs> and it won't matter. Right. Okay. Right. So let's not pretend that the amount of money made by these companies is anything to laugh at because I'll say it again. Bobby Kotick by himself got a $155 million bonus last year. And 250 before that. Okay. Yeah. A hundred and fifty-five million dollar bonus could run an entire studio for five years for five to make years. a game. Yep. Right? Could make could make a whole game by himself, his bonus. So do you believe that 155 million was given to Bobby and like the game company only had like two hundred million and they only had forty-five million left right. because right. they gave Bobby hundred and fifty-five million? No. Right? The amount of money that these companies are making is on obscene levels. Right. So many zeros that you guys don't even care anymore. 10,000 looks like 10 million. You don't know the difference. That's how much money they're making. Right. So with this deal, Microsoft gives themselves a beautiful cushion. Everything that they bought, excluding Activision Blizzard, has all profitable games. The mobile division is doing fantastic. They can sit back, cut the fat, get rid of a bunch of salaries, recoup some of that money. And then let these companies make what they have to make and decide whether or not they want to go NFT, MTX, or whichever version they right. want to do. Oh, it fits the because, Game Pass method perfectly, right? Right. It does. Yeah. Because now whatever they don't like that's not making enough money for them, they just move it to Game Pass. Right? That's all they have to do. Yep. If it's not doing more well More value by for itself, Game Pass, right? So. Right. More value for Game Pass. So the question I volley back to you is when does game price go up? Uh, I say, well, when does the game pass price go? I would up? say two years. You think it's gonna be two years? Yeah, because I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's gonna be two years, and and the reason for that is they're they're waiting for the 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 bump to go up. Right now, they're at like twenty one million. Their goal is like a hundred million uh, people on Game Pass. Right? I believe. I believe they will be their first price hike before the end of this year. No, they, listen. They will do. This they is, will do. They will do a different bracket, and the price will go up. I, I it won't be the only price. I don't see this yet. It'll be a price. I don't bump. see it yet because they don't want to raise the price yet. They're giving out. They're giving it free. Remember, there's ten months free to India. They gave Game Pass free for ten months to India, right? That's great. That started last year. Yeah, it, it brings it year. out. It brings it. It brings it till till the end of or the beginning of next year to March or whatever it was. Okay, uh, or no, I'm sorry. They're giving it thirteen months. Thirteen months. So it brings it out to the next whatever uh, next year, right? This this doesn't go through potentially till next summer, till 2023, June, the latest, okay? I said a couple of weeks ago about Ubisoft Plus being there. They might package that in there with EA and everything else, okay? I say within two years, once they get the more people on, because right now it's 21 million users on Game Pass. Is, they need that to be up to 80 million before they decide we're going to raise sorry, the price. Is, is the Game Pass price still 10 or is it 15? I'm sorry? Is the Game Pass price currently 10 or 15? It's both. It's 10 and 15 because it's 10 for just get Xbox and it's 15 okay. for PC Ultimate. For PC Ultimate. Okay. Right. So you can play the Game Pass on your PC for, for stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So I see when they do raise it, okay, just for Game Pass, I see them raising it from 15 to 18 or maybe 20. All depends on what comes out right it all depends on what comes out 
we're talking a lot of first party titles need to come out, right? Which takes me to my next uh like this is this is a let me let me bring up what the stats are here for for the list here. There's there's well, a crap ton of companies. Well, at 25 at 25 million at 25 million people on Game Pass currently and I'm picking the lowball version. I'm not picking the $15 one. I'm only picking the $10 one. This next year, if nothing goes up and they just stay at 25 million, which we know is not going to be the case, they stand to make $3 billion on Game Pass alone. Right. Right. Okay. $3 billion. And once again, it sounds great, but on, on paper, what it really means is Microsoft gets to make $3 billion by doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. By putting games that are already existing on a platform that people can play, which they probably already played before in the past, but now people who've never bought the game can now play that game because of the $10 a month fee. Right? right. So no skin off their $3 billion. There are game companies that spend most of their lives trying to sell games to make that much money. Right. And they're going to make it doing absolutely nothing. So this is a list of what Xbox has now. Okay. They have Xbox Studios with 343. They have uh, 369, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I'll put it down. I'll put it down in the, in the big book of bull. I'm going to put down price hike, price hike for Game Pass. By the end of this year. By this year. I say I say two years. By next summer, not this summer, 2023 summer, I say they raise it then. So put me down for that. Right, because they're... They, you think it's going to be 2023? Summer, summer of 2023 is when they'll do the first price hike. That's my, that's my prediction. And it'll go up. It'll go up to like three dollars. It'll go up. Are you are you saying the summer? The summer of twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think it'll go up to like eighteen to maybe okay. uh, to 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 twenty bucks is what it'll first go, and then about another year later, it'll it'll go up again because you got to remember, look at all the studios right now they have. Look at all the studios. There's like thirty two studios. Did you bring it up? Yeah. Did you bring There's thirty two studios that they have. Okay, mm -hmm. it's, it'll be a little blurry for you guys, but. There's 32 studios, I think, right? There's 3, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 studios with 2,500 employees under Xbox Studio. Then you have Bethesda, okay? And you have an additional 3, 6, 7 with another 2,300 employees there. And then you have Blizzard, okay, with 10,000 employees. And they just picked up an additional 9 studios, uh, 10 studios with the, with the mobile device uh, division, okay? So the more studios come out with first-party titles... That's when the value starts coming to Game Pass. Not the third-party stuff. The first-party stuff. So when the first-party stuff comes on over and you have five to seven games a year being pumped out at, at some point, like two years from now, okay, that's when you're going to have exclusive titles for Xbox. That's when you're going to start seeing the price hike go up because now you have multiple. You're going to have five to seven major first-party titles releasing every year. Once they get in that pipeline and they're and they're just making it right, there's enough studios to rotate every year. Five new studios, five studios come in and they put another five brand new first party titles. Right, that's where the value starts to come. Okay, then they just have the game. Then they, then they have the stuff that's just there making money for them. Right, you have the the game pass is just making money for them that they're making constantly every month. Then you have the microtransactions that they're making for all the games. 
that are live service games and the microtransactions on their platform, 30% of all that, 100% now for all the stuff on Call of Duty, right? And that's Candy correct. Crush and everything else that's... that's Candy Crush right? by itself. Right? So they just picked up Call of Duty alone off the sales of Call of Duty and the microtransactions. That's $5 billion a year. That's correct. When a Call of Duty hits... Okay, and now they did say they're not going to make a Call of Duty maybe every year, but it doesn't fucking matter because... So, well, first of all, you don't need to have a Call right, of Duty. Right, you don't. You you want people to be like, oh, man, when was the last Call of Duty I played? Like, three years. That's that's reason sequels sell. If you do it back to back to back, it kind of, like, waters it down. You, but You burn it out. Right, you burn it out. When you give it a little time, that's when they, that's when they go. Now, I remember, Sarge, in the big book of Bull, I said at this time, fourth quarter... That they were going to buy someone big. Okay. Now, I didn't say Activision Blizzard because I didn't think no. it was possible. No, you didn't. No, but your, your your guess was good. My guess was right? EA. Your guess is good. So you're, you, you said that Microsoft buys EA in the fourth quarter of last year. Oh, right. Which is right where we're in right which now. Which is right where we're at now. This right is the now. fourth quarter. So I so was, I was got, right about the, the big purchase, but I was wrong about the company. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So... What do we think here? Do we think Overwatch becomes exclusive for Xbox? Or do you think Overwatch stays neutral and stays on all platforms? Well, first of all, you guys are thinking about this as like we're all best friends living in the playground together. If if Microsoft decides they don't want to honor the contracts for what was going on with Activision Blizzard, they don't have to. They don't have to. As a, as a proper business person... You may want to honor those contracts because they're still going to make you money. Right. But if they decided they don't want to, they don't have to. They're not bound by that contract. They're not bound by it. Right. So if, like you said before, if if Microsoft decides COD's not on PlayStation anymore, it'd be a big F you, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would be a big F you. Now, I'm sure everyone would be upset. Do they want that kind of bad publicity? Do they want that really? Does 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 Phil really want the PlayStation people mad at him? Like that that's the kind of conversation you're gonna get. But when it comes when push comes to shove, if it's a really good COD game and not the garbage that's been released the last couple of times, right? And you want it to be first party title, they have every right to do first party title. Yeah. Right? You don't see PlayStation going, hey, you know, our our first party title, uh, does pretty good. Maybe we can make some more money if we gave it to Xbox. So we're going to put God of War on Xbox. Exactly. Now. Exactly. Like, they they don't have to do that. Right. They don't have to do that. They want reasons why you want to buy our system. So right. So people are upset. Like, well, Call of Duty should stay on PlayStation, right? But like you just said, it's a first party title now. So why would they? So obviously, the Call of Duty game that's out right now. Sure, you get to, you to keep that. Maybe even the next call do that. It's already in the pipeline. Already signed a deal with with PlayStation, and they get that one as well. But come two years from now, the Call of Duty is not going to be on your system. It's I don't I just don't think so, right? But right now they got to make the goodwill, right? Because I mean, it's on PC, right, bro? Right. Call of Duty's on may, PC, may, right? Maybe maybe Phil has the has the magic power and goes, look, we'll give you Call of Duty if you give us Horizon Zero Dawn. Right, maybe, well, maybe, maybe he no, does no. deals like that. Maybe yeah, who but knows? But one thing you're trying to be nice. Right. It's Call of Duty's on PC, right? Right, right. People yeah. who have yeah, yeah, the guys who have PlayStations have a PC, right? That's how they're playing the Xbox games that are exclusive. Correct. They got a PC, right? So it doesn't matter if COD goes to 
first party and, and they don't want to be playing on PlayStation anymore. The PlayStation right. guys who got PC have a yeah, way to get to we it. We already no know Phil. Deal. We already know Phil keeps his word, right? Because Deathloop and uh, uh, Tokyo, um, Tokyo, whatever the other Tokyo game was called. I forget what the, the, the title was. They stay on the titles that they were supposed to be, right? He's not going to pull games that are already in the in the projects, right? So it gives it gives Sony a little bit more time to to figure out what what they're going to do because this is a big this is a big well, like what the fuck like does now does Sony come out and purchase EA Sarge? Does Sony come out? They can't afford EA first off. Do they come out and make Sega? Do they buy Sega? Do they buy Konami? Do they buy Capcom? Do they buy Ubisoft? Do they buy Square Enix? Do they even well, attempt to buy or do they lease? You know what I'm talking about? Or do they lease to have exclusives come into their system? Ghostwire Tokyo. Thank you very much. All right. Well, once again, the conversation is different. I don't see any problem with PlayStation making their first party titles, selling their first party titles, and doing the other titles that they have on PlayStation and PC, and they'll do fine. They're going to do fine. Right. But currently, in the current market, under the current conditions, PlayStation is not playing the same game, no pun intended, right? with Xbox or with, no. with Microsoft, excuse me. No. Microsoft is getting in position with all these acquisitions. They are getting in position to make sure that they are top dog when they have to go against Google, yeah. Amazon, Facebook, Meta, yep. which is Facebook. Yep. I'm calling it Facebook, right? Those are the ones that they're worried about. They're getting in position to establish a game service with fantastic options, a subscription model with first-party titles, two or three titles a year come out, big titles, and they're in control. That's what they're doing. PlayStation has got nothing to do with Microsoft. Yeah. PlayStation makes amazing games on their system and, and PC, and the people who like those games right. are going to do it. They're great at what they're doing, but they're not playing the same game anymore. That's correct. Yeah. Now, step one would have to be that they'd have to stop this nickel and dime nonsense that they keep trying to do because whatever that guy's name is, who's in charge of PlayStation. Ryan. Is, is, uh, uh, is it's, it's not Spencer. It's the other guy. It's the other guy, right? J Jim Ryan, I think his name is. Right. They have to have a Game Pass model of their own that doesn't bully their 40 million plus users. This three-tier bullshit that they're coming out with, like you have to get the third tier up for you to get the PlayStation 1 games that you had in the past. Like, why? Why are you bullying your own your own fan base. Right. Just give us a Game Pass model. Get those games on there. Start bidding for games that are on the Xbox Game Pass. And some of those games will go to the PlayStation version. And every six months, they go back and forth. They bounce around and get in the program. Because that's where you want to be. Now, here's my prediction. My prediction is the way that Sony pivots, and this is going to be genius. The way that Sony pivots is that when gaming hardware is no longer necessary and it's just on your TV, that Sony charges a fee for the unit that's inside their TV from Microsoft to play the Microsoft games. No one talks about it 
It's not contractual for us oh, to well, know that, about that it. Would, yeah, well, that would be a thing. With the Sony yeah. TVs that they sell. They put Game the Pass on there and take the 30%. Passes, yeah, That's correct. Yeah, they take 30% of all sales. that's how they make the money back on Microsoft. And they still make good. They'll still be fine. Nobody makes hardware anymore. They only sell TVs. Does Microsoft sell TVs? Hmm. They don't. But they they, they, they didn't sign a contract, TV. but they did sign a contract to get uh, xCloud and Game Pass on, on TV manufacturers. Absolutely fine. But what I'm telling you is the way that Sony rides the wave, they can't control it. They don't have to make hardware anymore. Sony TVs equal PlayStation automatically, right? And then the Game Pass guys go, well, I want to have our, our TV to be Sony. You know, we want to be in Sony TVs. And Sony goes, yeah, no problem. We'll allow you to play Game Pass stuff on the Sony TV. Dink, 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 dink. See, and they, I, I think this, it, look, that's what I think is going to happen. Now, this is how they get around it. Okay. Just like Epic got around that they, they couldn't be on the browser for Apple or they couldn't be on Apple. So they decided to build it within the browser. So now Apple doesn't get any percentage of, of, of that. Xbox would do the exact same thing. They make a little thumb drive that sticks on the back of Sony TV and you don't even need to pay Sony uh, any percentage because they could just buy a thumb drive, stick it on the back of a Sony television set and then bam, right? So then Sony would have to make a proprietary input that only their, their things can make and then Xbox would have to sell. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, but it's still it's still possible sure, to do it that way. Sure, okay. But the, the thing is, I said this yesterday before the article came out and said, and this is a quote, okay? He says that, Spencer said his concern about the tech companies unfamiliar with gaming industry bargaining into the space as opposed to current experience competition against Nintendo and Sony. So his his strategy is the reason that he's buying this to become is so that Amazon, Google and Facebook and Apple don't fuck up the industry. Right. So technically, he's saying, look, Sony. The only reason we're buying all these companies up is so we can save the gaming industry and just trust me, we'll come back for you. We'll come back for you, right? And this this is where it's a little like shaky where the industry goes here, okay? Because right now, do you th there's there's no way that Microsoft is done buying companies. Okay? The well, company is bit. no, they're Unicron, right? And you got to keep <laughs> you got to keep feeding Unicron. He goes from one planet and goes, all right, I've eaten this planet. I'm good for now until I make my way over to the next fucking planet. Okay? <clears throat> Down the road, two years from now, five the years anti from now. Antitrust, antitrust will get into effect soon because a purchase like this sends shockwaves through the industry. Other companies will try to purchase other companies in order to get some more leverage in the market. This is how it goes. And then the antitrust conversation will get started. That's what's going to happen. As of right now, Microsoft isn't really considered a, uh, considered a monopoly because there's so many companies out there. But once the rest of these companies start getting gobbled up because everybody's trying to get a little bit more piece of the, of the pie, then that conversation will be had. Right. I uh, mean, there's a lot of – listen, they, they acquired a lot of companies. That is true. But compared to the companies that are in that are out there right now, right? You're looking at a couple like five or six that own the, the majority of them, not counting indies, that own the majority of them. So the antitrust conversation is not far away. The I I guarantee you, I, I put this down. Okay. I, I said that EA would get bought fourth quarter, and I was wrong. It was Activision Blizzard. I'm sticking with it. Microsoft will purchase. 
EA games. Okay. I still think this is going to happen. 100%. 100%. Because going forward in the gaming space. EA's got PlayStation all around them, man. Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? Going forward in this in this in this uh in the, in this world, okay? If they want to stop Amazon and Meta and everything else, okay? EA has a niche market. And that niche market is sports. Okay? They have a lockdown on sports. Okay? No one else makes really good sports games. 2K does. Okay? So either Microsoft is going to buy Take-Two, which is a lot harder, in my opinion, because of of Rockstar, because of Grand Theft Auto. That money... I don't think they'll sell, though. Okay? Or EA. Okay? Maybe not right. today. Maybe not tomorrow. Okay? But EA, or not, EA will be bought out by Microsoft in the future. All right. So are you saying fourth quarter of this year? I don't think. I think it's no, too, much too, too, too early. They got to recoup some money. I'll say by 20, 2024. This book will be this book might be destroyed before. we. Well, get this is that. why we have a discord, right? By 2024, EA will be swallowed by Unicron. OK, and and EA will be part of Microsoft. They're already partnered. They're already in bed with them. They're already in bed with them, right? <clears throat> they work nicely along with them with EA Play. Listen, it's we're in the beginning stages of a a a, uh, a joining of a lot of companies. We're going to see because this is going to send shockwaves. It already did send shockwaves. The Sony stock price tanked because of it. I see, and, and they still. It's not a monopoly if they pick up EA. It's not. Because there's still like ten major companies or whatever that are out correct. there, right? It would be different if there was four left and then they picked up EA, right? But right now, so the the sad part is the sad part is is that our hobby and our industry, which nobody gave a shit about. Let's be honest. Now, anybody who grew up through the same time I grew up and when I went to school and played video games. Nobody gave a shit about video games. Video games are trash. You guys are a bunch of fucking nerds. And now video games, the industry makes more money than any other yep. industry on yep. the planet. On the planet, okay? More than sports, more than oil, more than anything. Gaming makes more money. So for those of you that called us nerds for 20 some odd years, go fuck yourselves, right? Those of you who have invested in gaming companies since the beginning, Good on you. I'm sure you guys are sitting pretty. Some of us are still sitting pretty. I mean, we knew what was going to happen. The sad part is, is now we have become the corporate industry that nobody ever wanted. And we are the king of all the corpse. That's yeah. what we are. Uh, That's the sad part. The two companies that Sony can't buy because they're just they're out of their price range is Take Two and EA, right? They can get the Konami, the Capcom, the Sega, uh, but I don't think Sony has to do that, right? Sony has a good market share of the video games, right? Sony's doing fine for Sony. Sony. Right, exactly, right? Sony, this is not a... See, and this is where people miscue what I'm saying. This is not an Xbox versus a PlayStation. This is Microsoft versus Sony. In the gaming space, Sony is leading Xbox, but in everything else... Microsoft is leading their $2 trillion company. $2 trillion. I think Sony's around like 100 and... 
160 billion or something like that. They're like one tenth of what Microsoft is as a, as a company. Okay, so Konami's trash. Konami's trash. So we'll we'll see the, what the sooner, happens. The sooner the sooner Konami goes under, the better for the planet. Konami's trash. They had their day in the sun. They decided to flush it down the toilet. They want to make their pachinko machines. I don't give a shit about Konami. I would be surprised right? about what Krebsy that if if Sony picked up Take Two or EA, they would literally put their their company in jeopardy if they did that. Those companies would cost them way too much. To invest well, it in that, be, it, would, it wouldn't be Jeopardy. But if the company's doing well on its own, that they don't need to be have it bought out. When you let's say, there's only really two reasons why you buy out, is because you you don't have the funds to grow, and so when someone buys you out, you're now part of a conglomerate and you're growing. You'll get to grow. The other one is the guys who run the company are done. They want to retire. They want to cash out. Yeah, and so they sell, sell their stock shares and go move to, to go move to Fiji. Like. Here. Those are only two reasons why you get you you, you sell. Look, right? Look, You're trying to grow and you can't, or you want out. Nobody nobody talks about Nintendo and all this, right? And Nintendo is still a, a juggernaut, okay? In the gaming space, they're a juggernaut. Sony can survive; they can live as long yeah, they're, as they're as, long, as long as long as consoles anywhere. still survive. But if everything switches and shifts over to streaming services. Yes, PlayStation's coming out with their streaming service, okay? But if consoles vanish and we have the xCloud going on and Amazon and Google already have Stadia, Amazon already has Luna, and now uh, Xbox has xCloud, going forward, PlayStation will get left behind. They have to quickly change the direction, which they are. They're taking their games and putting them on PC. They're they're making a streaming service. They are, they are taking steps in the right direction, right? So it's, to me... Nintendo's going to survive all this because they have a niche market. They have the youth. The right. youth is four, always four to fourteen. Right, four to fifty. Are you kidding me? There's right, still well, people that are Zelda well, yeah, fans and stuff like Nintendo, that. But, I'm the, but where they get them, four to fourteen. Yeah. Well, they already said that ruthless, right? They said that they're focusing on their games, right? Just like Nintendo focuses on their brand. They focus on Mario games and Sonic games and Zelda games and Metroid games. And they're like, rinse and repeat. Make a new system and make the same games over again and put the same characters in there. That's what Nintendo does. And Nintendo's very successful. Okay? So, yeah, because you're giving, you're giving multiple generations of kids the same, the same growing up. Right. And PlayStation's doing the exact up, same I thing, though. Up, I grew up on Mario. Your kid grows up on Mario. Yeah, PlayStation's right? doing the exact same. His kids, his kids gonna grow up on Mario. It's the same. It's not like it's a different character. You're growing up with the same video game character. It's like it's like a Disney, but for video games. Right. <clears throat> Nintendo can't get uh, even get involved in the conversation. Nintendo doesn't know uh, what the internet is. <laughs> That's right. Crazy Uncle Nintendo. But they they, they have they have their market right, and uh, PlayStation's doing the exact same thing. They have the God of War. They have Horizon Zero Dawn. Right, they have their main characters that they're working on. That oh, they'll, for they'll, sure. But hey, listen, if if Nintendo wanted to do something different, they would do a completely remat, a redo of Kitakaris and make it a cool adventure game, uh, like open world, kind of like an Assassin's Creed, but Kitakaris. He's got wings, got all these power ups. You're a badass. You can fly around. It would be awesome. Right, it'd be like a redo of like Metroid, like they did, like they redid Metroid. You can redo Kitakaris. There are titles within the Nintendo yeah. line that haven't been touched that you could do anything, a bunch of redos with, a bunch of remodels and uh, and rehashes. 
real quick. We have uh, Smash Viking. Twitter, don't don't laugh. They listen. Virtual's coming out. Virtual's getting pushed harder and harder. Yeah. I would not be surprised that virtual reality comes in. Nintendo has a, a, the new and improved duck hunt where you think you're outside for real. Shooting Nintendo already had virtual reality sure. back in the day. Remember that? I, Remember that I, headset? Yeah, I, I do. But what I'm saying is duck hunt is not far off. He's laughing like, like duck hunt does not on the table. Duck hunt's on the table. Oh, yeah. Like for sure. Yeah. Uh, $5 super chat. I can see Kojima buying Konami. Skynet doesn't have to buy anyone. Uh, or I'm sorry, I'm assuming that says Sony. Sony doesn't have to buy anyone. Sony could just buy the bottom five and make billions. I don't think Sony has to buy anybody. I think Sony can make literally deals like they've been doing for years. Destiny was exclusive for certain content on their system for a year. Right? They, they had Grand Theft Auto for years that was just on PlayStation. They had Final Fantasy for years that was just on PlayStation. They can make those deals again. Okay, and they don't have to spend billions of dollars. They can just spend millions of dollars to get the two, three-year, four-year contract type of stuff and just only have these games exclusively, sort of like what I said this earlier, sort of like what Madden or what EA did with Madden 10-year, right, with options for, for more based on sales. They could do the exact same type of thing. Same with Star Wars, right? They could do that exclusive deal. I can see... With Insomniac Games hitting a home run out of the park with Spider-Man 1 and Miles Morales, and now they're working on uh, the uh, Wolverine game, they can make a deal with Marvel where only Marvel games that come out are 100% on Sony, right? Yep. That's a thing, and that would sell a shit ton of systems for yep. them, right? They don't have to buy Marvel, right? Because that would be insane. All they have to do is lease Marvel, only make exclusive games only for PlayStation. Boom. Okay? So... Going forward, let me see. We got one or two stories um, with Sony. Let me find the Sony one. Sony just wants uh, them to keep... Okay, they, Sony has a files for a patent for a controller with collapsed control stick, Sarge. Okay, the new patent filed by Sony reveals the gaming giant trying to solve the problem of comfortable, portable joystick-type game controllers. So the inside, we love showing patent pendings here for for sony every week they have a patent in there right yep. so basically the thumbstick will be adjustable and lockable okay so instead of buying those thumb things that you put on top of your sticks to make them taller or shorter they're trying to make it where the thumbstick itself is adjustable okay and it moves now cool idea but i feel like this just means more things more can things break. break yeah more, more things, things to break, break. It's bad enough my controller is sixty dollars and I can't get a year out of it. Do you know? Do you know? I, I only bought two controllers for my Xbox three hundred and sixty. I played every day. I only bought two controllers before the eleven, the 11 years was up before they stopped making it. Right, right. On my Xbox One, the Xbox One when I bought it, I'm on my I was on my fifth controller. Fifth controller. They just break, man. They don't, they don't make them the same way. The parts aren't the same. Yeah. Well, they got right? some more I controllers. Never the, I never cracked it open. As a matter of fact, my one controller from the 360 days, the, the thumbstick, you remember, the one side where my thumb had rested and I'm moving and I move the controller around was worn down. Oh, yeah. I, I, to I the have, nub. I have one of those. Hold on. To the nub. Let me see if I if I have it. A telescopic. Yeah, you, you can you can barely tell on this one. A, a telescopic control stick is just something to break. 
you see the you see the one the one side of that that the controller it's yeah, it's it's got a little nub it's it's warped right, right? yeah because your thumbs been there the whole yeah. time yeah I had I had a controller like that no texture at all it was smooth as a baby's ass and it was bent on the one side from my thumb being there the whole time listen it 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 sounds amazing I look for quality I look for quality a telescopic stick awesome. It's probably on the same price range as the Elite controller. Yeah, probably like, cost yeah. like a two hundred dollar controller, and it lasts the same amount of time. A year. You know, I bought three controllers I, this year for my Xbox Series X. The controllers are like the old water finders, so old contractors, yeah. right? Right. Is anybody else having the same problem? It's yeah. it's crazy, right? I've I've gone through, uh, yeah, I, I have three controllers in the last year, year and a half. I've had three controllers. Never drop them. Never, never. I, I don't drop them. I don't, my days of throwing controllers yeah. are long over, right? Yeah. I, I did use a Nintendo NES controller. Yeah, as a Tomahawk. Tomahawk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it still worked. Goddamn. Still worked. Goddamn track and field, man. Track and field angered well, me. That, the, Max, the Max controller yeah. solved that problem. You break every yeah. world record with, yeah. the, with the Max you just, controller. You just, you just the circle, and you go around. Remember, and like, remember yeah. the first day we used the Max controller? Put the controller, turbo on. We threw the, javelin, we, threw, we threw the javelin, and it went all the way up and oh, killed the duck. Yeah, it killed the duck, and then it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Could never do that. Could yeah. never do that with our hands. Yeah. The Max yeah. controller, automatic. I remember one time Sarge was playing. He's like, he's like, hold the controller. We put it on the ground, and I had to hold it. And then he just... He just took his fingers. This is before the Max controllers and stuff. This is the normal controllers. I would have to hold the controller down for him because he had so much force, and he was just rubbing back and forth. And you, you would take the pencil and go back and forth on the thing. In the arcade. Yeah, In the yeah. Arcade. You would do a whole bunch of stuff like that. Do you? Do, uh, for those of you who are old enough to remember this, do you remember this? Do you remember that the track and field machines had the buttons, and people used to put a pencil between their hands yeah, and, and they, the arcade and do this? Yep. But then, because people were breaking too many world records. The gaming company put rims, yep, put rims around, around the buttons. Yep. So you couldn't use a pencil. Yep. What? Because you, you had to push the button all the way down. Right. You had to push yeah, the button all the way down. So you couldn't rack the pencil yeah. between. Does anyone else remember that? Do you guys remember when they nerfed the so, arcade machines? So do you remember people that would glue pennies to the pencils? And then they yes. could get they can get yes. above the rim. Yes. The yes. guy who had. The, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make a problem people solve it right oh yeah. man yeah people would take it and, and and make the yeah so good time man lots of lots of uh lots of stories man let me tell you the i i like i said i don't think microsoft's done purchasing stuff yet obviously they gotta wait a little bit bethesda was bought back in 2020 they're buying this one in 2022 so the next one Right is like 2023, early 2023, which would be late. It would be fourth quarter, right? It would be sometime third quarter, fourth quarter, and then buy another company up, right? Big company, big company. They'll still buy smaller companies up from now to then, okay? I mean, Take-Two just bought Zanga, but we talked about that last week, right? So people are making moves, man. People are making moves, and we'll, we'll see what happens uh, in the future. All right, chat. Appreciate everyone coming out. Generation X Gaming weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 294 is in the can. We do appreciate you coming out. If you'd like to listen to this, the past broadcast, you can listen to it right after we're done here. Uh, I will be putting all the, the time slots in there, so it makes it easier for you so you can just skip right to a story. 
been doing that for the last like 20 episodes of us. Uh, if you go to the iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, uh, appreciate it very much. Uh, you can listen to the podcast over there. If you'd like to support us in any way, shape, or form, you can hit that subscribe button. You can do a super chat. You can hit the uh, the membership button. Uh, all of those help us out over here on the channel. We make lots of different content, or I make lots of different content. Sarge is with us on Thursday nights, but I do Monday through Thursday in the mornings, the Daily Grind talk show, video game show. Uh, then we at night on Tuesdays, we do the Endgame podcast. Wednesdays, we do the Book of Boba Fett. Thursdays, we do the Generation X Gaming. So there's lots of different content you can watch on here. Um, we do call-in shows. So make sure you share, like, and subscribe. I do appreciate you very much. You guys want to roast the new scoreboard in 2042? Yeah, where where's the new scoreboard? I, didn't, I, I knew about it, but where's this, what's the scoreboard look like? Let me type it in. Let's see. Battlefield, before we leave, let's let's roast the Battlefield 2042 scoreboard, Sarge. Am I supposed to get excited? Yeah, hold on. Let me see. Do, do we have the actual scoreboard? This is one day ago, 16 hours ago. Do you actually have a story with what it looks like? Oh, I found it. I found it. Let me let me get this. Is it is it like a hangman board with like little sticks and a stick figure? It's very it, many guys you guys. It's very, it looks horrible. It it looks really? horrible. I'm, it, it, I'm surprised. It looks like a fucking Excel spreadsheet for fucking some for God's sakes. It looks like a goddamn spreadsheet from like Microsoft Excel. Right? Well, I'm glad I'm not playing well, this. Well, it's a scoreboard. You can't get mad. Yeah, I mean, it's we a got we, now. You, you got the scoreboard. You got the scoreboard, guys. You definitely you got the scoreboard. Battlefield Bolton posted is on Twitter, January 19th. Yeah, looks it looks awesome. I can't wait to not play it, even when it's on Game Pass. For you guys who are watching, or if you guys are listening to us, we don't care what thumb you pick, but pick a thumb. Yeah, any well, you, thumb will do. I don't think you can. Can you pick the down thumb anymore? Sure, pick uh, it. I don't I, give a I, shit. I, we, no, we're, we're looking for we're looking for uh, you know. I want I want thumbs up, but if you if you didn't if you no no we if, want you to pick a thumb. Well, if you I, sat I here, know, I want to know if they don't like me. Well, if care. you sat here for two hours, I, I don't care. You you could pick whatever if, thumb if, you want. If, we if just you sat here for two hours and you didn't like the show, there's just I don't know what mental state you're in. Right. If you didn't like something, why would you stay here for the entire time? Right. I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me. Right. So make sure you leave a, a comment, share, like and subscribe. We appreciate it very much. Uh, we're done for the weekend. I might stream a little bit this weekend. I might do some streams over on uh, Discord, uh, just live stream, put up my uh, my Lost Ark footage that we're playing and, and talk. So if you guys are a member, our Discord is free for everybody, but if you like to jump into more more talks and more channels, it's there. Uh, you have to be either a member or a subscriber uh, on Twitch or uh, YouTube. Uh, appreciate it very much. You guys have a good one. Uh, Sarge, mute your mic uh, after we say goodbye because I have music playing and it's on the same channel as you. So it's, okay. it's, a, it's a new thing we're doing. All right, so All right. you guys have a wonderful time, and we'll see you guys on Monday morning, 8 a.m. See you guys then. Take care, guys. Game on.